Okay, so we're here at Gemini this week. Um, speaking of Gemini, what was your first jersey as a kid? What jerseys did you have as a kid, maybe? I'll, I'll start. I had a... <laughs> <laughs> I'll start. I'll start. It's like a very Danny-specific question. Oh, God. Well, I actually collected hats as a kid because my dad, when he traveled um, for work, and he traveled a lot, he would um, get me a hat at every location from the airport. And How so, many people asked? Who asked? Who asked? Nobody what? asked if you collected hats. Let's get back to the question here. <laughs> okay, I had a Penguins jersey and I had a Red Wings jersey, but the Penguins was first. Uh, diagonal Pittsburgh, black. Ooh, that's a good one. With the Penguins on the shoulder. So, so that's a yeah. good one. Isaac, what do you got as a basketball player? It's pretty basic, but I think my first ever jersey was a Timberwolves jersey, Garnett jersey. Sure. Ah, huge, I like that. Huge that's Garnett a good one. guy. Yeah, that's fine. I like that. My first hockey jersey as a kid, Pirate Lake Youth Association. Little Dazzle, Navy Dazzle jersey. Oh, did you play? I did. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. You just outgrew hockey? Like, he's going to be 6'11". <laughs> sure basketball. Correct. My mom looked at my dad and said, basketball is warmer and cheaper. And you're going to be tall. So. Okay, all right. All right, I like that. I did and not I know yet, that. And I have yet to forgive them for it. Really? But I love basketball. I love that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you're a hoops coach. Yeah, but like big goalies Southwest are in now. Southwest Christian JVB. B. 10th Gold. Grade. Nine and seven. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Shout out 10th graders. Uh, Southwest Christian Richfield or just straight just Southwest, Southwest Christian? Christian? Yeah. Right, no I'm, co-op needed. I'm just kidding. No co-op needed. Okay, Carl. Right, Carl, any jerseys over? I, I, I'm going uh, Congdon. Congdon. No, Danny's nailing it. Yeah, it was New York Yankees, pinstripes. Derek Jeter. Oh, number two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Captain. First hockey jersey Captain. would have been the Black Captain. Duluth East. Yeah. Black Duluth East. That was your first hockey jersey ever purchased. I didn't collect jerseys or anything. Or or like gifted. Nobody gifted you jerseys? No. no. Okay. Okay. Like we were really hockey people, so no. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. I'm going to give the most Gen X answer ever. Bo I'm Jackson. Right in the room. <laughs> <laughs> no. There weren't jerseys. Oh, they didn't uh, have team jerseys. Kids didn't wear the team jersey. There was no team apparel. It was not a thing. What about hats? There were anything? No. Nothing. Maybe Gopher? maybe a Vikings hat. Gopher maybe a Vikings anything? hat. Maybe like a pennant. No, no, we didn't really have much of that. Did or you have if a we poster? Did, it wasn't in my house. Did you have a poster? Did you chisel the score into rocks no. as you're keeping score? Go. Like what? Here Tony was here, kind of like go. Shawshank. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Yeah, there was no. It was just a hill up. Uphill both ways, that oh, kind of thing. There you go. Oh. All right. Um, but I will say, and I don't know if this is appropriate for this question, but wearing the Southwest jersey the first time was the, one of the coolest things I've ever done. And here's why. I grew up West. We, Minneapolis West. And Southwest was way better in hockey. <laughs> way better. I mean, it was they, yeah. they had five kids in every yeah. household in the Linden Hills yeah. Armitage area. And we had two. And they all played hockey, and they were really freaking good. So when our schools kind of merged in eighth grade, and then I got to go to Southwest and put that jersey on, I was like, "This is the cat's meow." So I will. That'd be my sort of answer. Did you ever get Jake a jersey? Yeah. So funny. Jake and Isaac are the same age. So sure. hearing his Garnet. Yeah, Jake had a Garnet. Oh, he yeah. had a Culpepper. He had an AP. Oh, yeah. okay. He had all of those for jerseys sure. as a kid, for sure. Joe Mauer and Wild. He had. Yep. Every wild jersey. Yeah. Every year he got a wild jersey for Christmas or okay. gophers or something. Yeah, he has every jersey under the sun. Oh, perfect. Good evening, hockey fans, and welcome to the Rink of Fire Boys High School Hockey Podcast. This week's pod is sponsored by Jack's Cafe. 
three generations of great food for any special occasion. The Red Black League, the largest boys and girls off-season high school league in Minnesota. Summit Orthopedics, 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities with specialists ready to treat any sports-related injury. And Gemini Athletic, pro-quality custom uniforms with a championship pedigree. And now, here's Danny, Carl, and Tony. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Good afternoon, hockey fans, and welcome to the Rink of Fire podcast. We have a very special guest here. Yeah, yeah well, when they listen to this, Carl. It will be afternoon. Uh, yeah. Just mm-hmm. totally interrupted my intro. Thanks, yeah. Carl. Appreciate that. <laughs> we have a very <laughs> special guest today, Isaac Belgersdyke from Gemini Athletic. How are you doing today, Isaac? Super great to be with you guys. Danny Ryan, how are you doing today? Awesome. And the intro killer, Carl, how are you doing up in Duluth today? Yeah, feeling a little salty, I guess, but otherwise good. Obviously. 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 He's all hot, teed Carl. up. Yeah. He's he's got his tea rolling <laughs> yeah. and he's rolling in here. Salty. This is uh one of the more spectacular days in YHH. Uh yep. we get to kick this show off. We get to go over to Hammermaid and meet our high school boys, high school player of the year. Uh, kids over at Hammermaid to give them a sweet shirt. And Do you want to drop that in news and nuggets? Who that is? Because by the time this, oh no, no, no we who the winners, who the finalists are? Yeah. Nope, I can't do that. Okay. That doesn't I'm get just, announced till like Tuesday. That's why I was so, uh, sorry before I said. Um, so we meet the boys over at Hammermaid today after this show, and then the boys will go from Hammermaid to our office where our girls' player of the years will be, and they'll be doing their interviews with Peter, and I'll do. 11 interviews today, 10 interviews today with yeah. the boys and girls. It should be a fun Busy day. day. Yeah. I, I'm like a kid in the candy store. Oh, yeah. Well, we Did literally not, are in one right now. We are in a candy store right here. It's unbelievable. Uh, Isaac, before we get started on the show, tell us a little bit about how you got to Gemini. I think it's kind of a cool story. Yeah. So coming out of college, uh, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Not going to lie. Marketing major. Um, knew I wanted to be in sports, and I drove by Gemini every day on my drive. <laughs> yeah. And growing up, uh, going to hockey games, obviously knew the Gemini brand. And so I emailed Chris. I was like, hey, you know, really love what you guys do. Um, grew up. I grew up in, like, middle school just sketching out jerseys. Like, would love to just come see the process. I just want to see it. Like, just, you know. Basically, just see it. Like, yeah. Can I have an informational interview? Yeah. Yes. Correct. Yes. Correct. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I did that. Correct. And so I show up, and he's like, "Yeah, why don't you come in? Um, like, you know, we might have an opening for you. Come on in. Like, do an interview. See if it works." So I came on in, did an interview, got a tour, and just was like jaw dropped. Like, oh my gosh, like this would be so cool, and it worked out. And so I joined, started in the back, kind of did some more creative stuff, and now I'm their director of marketing. That's fantastic. I have a very similar tale to my advertising career. There you go. A uh, friend of a friend uh, who was like a dad, maybe, uh, worked at BBDO ad agency downtown. And I did the old, hey, can I come in for an information meeting? Yeah, just let me see what's I going on. I want to see how it works. And uh, I got there and they said, you can sort staples and 
uh, paper clips, whatever. We'll take your energy in our building. And then it just went from that to ad buys to this. To that. I mean, I got into, totally. I, that's how I got into the business. There you go. One phone call. One phone call. Um, we got a lot going on today. Yeah, Mr. Hockey coming up a little bit later in the show. But yep. let's start with some news and And notes. Nolan Road. And Nolan Road, yeah. And we haven't done the interview yet. No, no, it's actually we going. We don't to, know what's going to happen. Yeah, yet. that's surprising. We're actually, doing this show in order, somewhat exact yeah. order, exact order, actually. exact order. Yeah. I fought Danny on it a little bit, yeah. but we are going in exact order. So. Um, but what we don't fight about, Tony, we never fight about Jack's Cafe. We only fight about who gets to go. Yes, I was supposed to go last week, but my calendar is a little wonky we'll say janky uh i'm going twice this week <laughs> 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 i don't know if these pants will fit next week definitely that not. Way. um i got valentine's with my wife debbie on wednesday yep and i have a crew coming in from edmonton and all over, actually, the Globe on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I'm going to take – and they watch our show, religiously watch our show, and yeah. they say, hey, when do we get to go to Jack's? I'm like, all right, we'll go. Come on down. So we're going to Jack's. Uh, we're going to Jack's on Friday and Digidio's on Saturday. So, again, I will add at least six pounds between now and oh, next for sure. Sunday. Well so. worth it. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. So, um, Okay, Carl. Let's go with some news. All right. So we'll start out, I think, with our players who reached the 100-point milestone this past week. There were a bunch of them, so we'll highlight them all. We have Zach Wooten from Eastview, number one seed in 3AA Eastview, made it there. Yeah. Uh, Tony and I both from saw. New Alm. Okay. Two, two from New Alm, Caden Larson and Briar Lang. Okay. Peyton Lowesley of Rochester Lords. Oh, well, that's a good one. Reese Wallen Lured. of Wyzetta. Lured. 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 Reese, yeah. No, still no 2020 guys on the Wyzetta roster. Okay, 20 goals, 20 like, assists. Has not happened yet. I was, I was looking at that last night. There's like Close. one kid who has a chance. Yeah. Allstead had a chance earlier yeah. in the year. Yeah, I can. Get enough goals. We'll go over points probably a little bit later when we do Mr. Do you have his points in there? Yeah, so I we'll have see. all the He points. was the one early because I think I bet you $3,000 that one of them well, those guys would hit it. Oh, was that right? Yeah. Okay. It's fine. Great, great bet, Danny. <laughs> yeah, so. I feel confident. <laughs> okay. Who else, Carl? And one more. It's a good one, though. His name is Deegan Richards of Ely. I love that. When that mm-hmm. one came in, I was like, yes. What happened to him? 100? 100 points. 100 points. So is that the 100 points? Because we had a, like a 2,000 save club coming, too. Well, and we? also Cole Cheeseman. I mean, wait. wait. Cole Cheeseman hit 100 points. Points. Coke Cheeseman. Yes. Coke, according Coke to Grizz. <laughs> yeah. Coke Cheeseman. But yeah. yes, it was a typo there. Inside fact on, on Deegan Richards at Ely, though. Ely won 14 games this year. Uh, the, the regular season's over. Um, and that's the most wins for an Ely team in 23 years. Wow. I want, let's go. I, okay. I watch these teams. Uh, the team, the Red Lake Falls and the... Yeah. Bagley Fosses. I watch these guys closely because I'm cheering for them. I want them to have that rise above moment where they get the big win. Yes. I want to check what their strength of schedule is, and that's what I really want because those guys. They all play each other. We we talk about the top teams only playing each other. Those bottom teams, like, play each other three times in a season. So I'm a little bit. A little bit leery on this 14-win Ely season. Hey, but 14 wins is 14. So for a while now. Winning's right? hard. Okay. Yeah. Gotta get the wins. I'm just being 
Yeah. Imagine Honestly. a Timberwolves jersey, an Ely jersey with the Timberwolf. Oh, oh that would be like cool. That. I like that. That would be really cool. Tony. Oh, sad Tony. Sorry. Uh, oh, okay. I okay. saw, actually, I'm sorry. I was in Vancouver for a tournament, and there was a team that had that. Really? It had the Timberwolf logo on a hockey jersey, and it literally, I almost barfed when I saw it. <laughs> It wasn't good. Okay. I, maybe just a basketball doesn't belong here. Hockey doesn't belong there. Let just, me just let me just point. segue Gemini stuff throughout the show and then sure yeah then sure. just a little plugs. poop on my ideas <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> All right, Carl. More news. More news. Uh, Cam Kaiser of Northfield is now Northfield High School's all-time leading scorer. That's pretty good. He uh, um, passes what Zam Winkle or whatever his name was. <laughs> Zam Winkle? Zam? I don't know. It, uh, no, now I'm gonna. Zam. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have to look. Oh, it up. I know the kid. I can see. Was he the all-time leader? I swear he was. Yeah, I, I gotta think that that uh, um, Jake Ennebeck would have been their their all-time leader. He they played in the Minnesota Conference back then, and they just crushed it. Yeah, but I know you're talking about Van Zylen. Van Zylen. There we go. <laughs> Van Riff Van Winkle, Van Zylen. Van so Zum close. Winkle. Okay, yeah, there we go. Close there enough. We go. Okay, there close we go. Close enough. Anyway, we have a, a goalie milestone to feature here, too. Lexi Houston of Shakopee hit his 2,000th save this past week. That's wow. a lot. That's a lot of shots. A lot of rubber. Yeah. There was a girl, Gretchen Pavru, who got it as well, 2,000 this week. It's a lot of shots. I know we'll talk about Lexi later when we get to Brimstack candidates, but he deserves some real look, look here because he has been big reason why Shock P is where they are. Yep. Let's go over to the Wyatt Farrell watch. So the Crescent Star is four goals away from the all-time st- state goals record. Got shut out last There's night. one game left. One game? Well, one regular season one game. regular season game. So at least two games left. Yeah. Yeah, they should win their first round game. So I because think he's going to have three two. games. But that's still, and these are tough. I mean, they play Laverne yeah. on Wednesday. That's a tough opponent. That's a tough yeah. opponent. And then they play a section opponent will probably be pretty easy because they're going to be the two seed. Yeah. He uh, could, they might be the three because they lost to Dodge County. Oh, that's their one Ooh, loss. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so two or three seed. Either way, they're getting they're gonna that get section a, is they're gonna big. Get a team that can he can score a couple goals. He yes. just needs a couple goals. Yeah, he needs one against Laverne and a hat trick. There's a chance he might not hit it. Strong it's possible. There's a strong chance because four goals is a lot of goals still in these against these opponents. Correct. He needed a big night against Wausau and didn't get it. They drove Wausau. Up, Wausau to look the Crescent is a long drive. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's a long drive. Oh, okay. Uh, what else, Carl? Uh, Sean Fish of Orno, her head coach, got his 100th win this past week. Split between both boys and girls. Yes. And finally, actually, I don't have a Holy Family update this week. We'll save that for the scores, but do have a very important update from from the border. International Falls has lost the fish. Yes. It's gone back to Fort Francis. It's, uh, it's left the country. Yes. <laughs> we had a picture last night came in. I got a few pictures sent from Sabra, who lives really close to there. That's cool. Yeah. Um, is that all the news, Carl? Yes. Ready for rankings? Well, bef- uh, for, for first, before we get to rankings, thanks to Summit Orthopedic for bringing us today's news. And rankings. And rankings. Um. 
Summit Orthopedic, the summit, the search for our summit award winners is almost complete. We do have, uh, I believe by tomorrow, we will have chosen our summit winners. That's cool. Yeah. So they're going to get to go to Honduras and serve for the One World Surgery program that's was started by the summit surgeons, Peter Daly, a surgeon from summit named Peter Daly. So Peter's a little bit older, so he's a retired ex-hockey player. Okay. And we went, said it all up yet, but he wanted to do his awards at a hockey arena. And he wants to skate around with the winners. If Take the win- a lap. Hockey yeah. guy through and through. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, I think we can make that happen. Yeah. So hockey uh, guy. I can't wait to uh, meet the winners and do a little video with those guys here in the next couple of weeks. Um, I, I'm excited next week to hear who the winners are and kind of their background. Can we do that on the show? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Carl? All right, let's do some rankings, starting with double A. Who do you think number one in double A is? <sighs> Isaac, you're new to the show. Um, I'll have to take my best guess at it. Um, Lake Minnetonka area? Lake Minnetonka? Okay. Ooh, spicy. Okay. The skippers. Skippers. Left Carl? no doubt. Yep, okay. So who's, number one. who's two? I kept D-Dyna. Yeah, I think so. Because they okay. have head otherwise I don't Yep. Yeah. And uh, they can flip flop this week, too. They play this week, and yeah. it won't matter. 2A, 2B. It might matter for it, section series. It matters because you don't want to play Benil. Yeah, you don't yeah, want we'll to get to Benil later. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It does matter. But remember last year, the winner of that game won like seven. Like, why is that a win? It, it's seven, so seven, weird. Seven, yeah. And then loses the section final. 2 1. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or maybe 1 nothing. It was weird. Yeah, that was really weird. Did anyone see that game? <laughs> The seven it's one? the hardest ticket in the world to get. No, I got hardest that. Ticket. I got you that got one. Did you went to that one? I was there I, too. Yeah, I went to that. Really? One. The hardest ticket will be the Chantaka game this year. You guys so. just go watch. It's so cute. You just go watch the games. Like, imagine just, imagine not being at that game, Danny. Yeah, Probably. imagine that. Imagine What's imagine that? not getting a ticket to that game. Uh, that's so weird, man. Strange. And I mean, yeah. like you don't you're who's don't number even four? Have a podcast and you, right? Yeah. Oh, weird. I'm just a civilian. Who's for? Shan Hassan. Okay, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yep. Interesting score from yesterday, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that I want to talk to somebody about that from Chan Hassan. All right. Number five. I finally found a number five was sticking here for a while. Benilde. Benilde. Yeah. They yep. had a good weekend. They had a good week. Yeah. They swept the we'll uh, 2187 yes, they number did. one seeds. Yep. All right. Six. No, six. I actually made a slight flip here. I put Maple Grove at six just because they had a real good week, too. They had three high-quality wins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, agree. Agree. Yeah, that's a strong six. <laughs> yeah, that's... We've a had a week six all year. Yeah, and this they're stronger this week. Yep. All right. I'm feeling good about the five through seven for the first time all year. Okay. And seven is Shakopee. Gotta be. An- to not, to not they had lose. another good week. Yep. Yeah, yeah. three lost teams Do right you now. believe in them? No. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no, Danny has no faith. Okay, so um, I think they're in the section the semi seed. Yeah, I I think they're in the section semifinal. They're not the two seed in that section. Who is Chan? Chan. Oh Chan, yeah, Chaco. yeah, yeah. Jeez, yeah. sorry, sorry. So I'm looking so at Chan. That Chan Shaco semifinal would be a great. Yeah, game. that one's interesting. It'll be a good game. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm excited. Did for they that. play this year? I don't think so. 
They no. played two years ago. They did. Last they, year. They did, and Chan just blew them out, too. I think I was at that game. Wow, and you can't even remember. I go to I, so many games, I can't even remember them. I don't know if you know me, but I've been to 49 <laughs> games, and my name is Danny. <laughs> did you just imitate yourself? I did. Wow. I did. Wow. All right. Wow. <laughs> Eight. Eight? Oh, this was where it got fun, because the teams who were ranked 8 through 10 last week would have combined 0 and 7. Whoa. Ooh. Okay. Um, number eight, I put Rogers. They it, had a decent oh. week. The talent's there. They're coming back. Yeah, and uh, news and nugs that we forgot to announce is Mason Jensen is playing again. Mm-hmm. Like, he's literally back. out of back. And he scored. Like, yeah, great yeah. that he's back. Love it. Yeah. Changes this team a lot. Changes, Changes that section. section. Yeah. Big time. Okay. All right. Number nine, I put Eden Prairie. Wow. Uh, yeah. You know, if you look at their, their record, they have, what, seven losses, which is about the same amount that everyone else in that area of the rankings do, and yet they're playing all the lake teams twice. So Okay. Okay. All right. Ninth they, and they don't have a lot of faith in them state, but winning a bigger game, but that's where they are. Ninth in state, but you're still the fourth best team in your conference. And or the, section. Yeah. And, and the four best team conference. in your section. Oh, yeah. God. Cool. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ten. Let's take some guesses here. See, I want to know where Eastview is. I think Eastview's got to be in here. Uh, yeah. Did they lose though? I don't think they lost. Uh, no. No. They. Sh- is it Eastview, Carl? Eastview's eleven. Okay. 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 St. Thomas, maybe. St. Thomas did lose no. to Maple Grove. Um. Is this where I get to jab a buddy of mine? Who's go for it. From St. Thomas has a, no has a kid who plays for St. Thomas, and he argued with me that St. Tom that Eastview St. Thomas beat Eastview. I'm like, uh, no, they no, didn't. It four was one. four to one. They oh, lost, and correct. he was trying to say, "Oh, you just don't know." That. I'm like, and then I gave him, then I gave him the, don't you know who I am? Don't you think I know? Don't this you thing? know me? This is my full time job. Your job is to do X. My yeah. job is to do this. And, and I then I just it. went off. Wow. So. Is he a friend anymore? He's still a friend. Oh, okay. It doesn't sound like it. He's a really good friend. Um, okay, who's ten? Grand Rapids? No, they had a bad week with the Benilde loss. Um, but that wasn't a really a bad loss. It's not, it's not anybody in Section 8. It's not Hill. I mean, Hill beat St. Thomas, so that's... Uh, um, I'm out of guesses. I'm out of guesses, too, Carl. Who? Oh, I love that. His Andover. They Andover. Andover. They, had, they had a decent week. Uh, I could go Eastview ahead of Andover right now. Andover beat Eastview, I believe. Uh, <laughs> of course. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Ring of Fire podcast. <laughs> ruined by the wet blanket of Carly's. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, fine. but when you she do rankings, though. <laughs> like, I do it like, oh, yeah, they beat them. They're 2 and 0. Oh. Like, I'll be doing like Bantams or something. Like, oh, yeah, I can't put them ahead of them. They're like 3 and 0 oh against them or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah. Sure. So. Carl's a burlap wet sack that just like kills a fire. Like, oh, we need to squash the this. They didn't play. <sighs> okay, Carl. Read Class A guys' rankings because he said that they're going to be interesting. There's going to be some juice today. Yes, it is very juicy. Okay. Number one. Hermantown. Hermantown. Okay. Ooh, it soft number one. <laughs> I mean, best yep. decor in the state, uh, hands down. Okay, and one of the best goaltenders, but not a lot of offense. No. 
They get exposed. Look at their record. Their past like six or eight games. They have eight losses this year. Okay. Yeah, like, I was actually looking at that. If they lose one more, including playoffs, it'll be their worst season since 2008. Yeah. Wow. And they didn't make to state in 2008. Cathedral came out of that section. Yeah. It, it's, it's just not the Hermantown team that you're used to. Okay. Right. The, just It's very they've, defensive. They've lost four of their last six. Yeah, but who are their losses to? Read me who their losses were. Morrowed, St. Thomas, Maple Grove, White Bear. White Bear's looking a little feet out. Moorhead, Benilde. White Bear was without A.J. Francisco, so I'll, I'll say that. Okay. And A.J.'s playing forward again, too. So. Yep. yep. Okay, that's number one. Cathedral's got to be two. Yeah. Because Cathedral beat East Grand. Or, yeah, yeah. Yes. They were number two. And undefeated with Hanson and Natas. Classic, I would like me to remind you. <sighs> okay. Wow. wow. Thanks. Thanks for the wow. reminder. <laughs> uh, just for the records, are we on Cathedral now or are we moving on to East we're, Side? We're on Cathedral. Uh, just for the record, uh, there's someone on this podcast who has yet to pick Cathedral to win a game this year. I'm just throwing it out there. Is it me? All right. Well, Who's number me. three? Yeah. Well, it could be you. <laughs> could be me. Who's number three? I, picked, I have not picked Cathedral to win a game on this podcast. That's right. <laughs> fair point. Right. Oh, fair yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's right. two of us now. Add two mystery us, to us. this. All right. Take Who's, your guess. <laughs> so East Side's got to be three. They are. Okay. And then Moro drops the four. Can I ask a question? Because I, I don't communicate regularly with Eric, but he's he was boldly went out there and said that they're. East side is the number one seed. I'm like, did does he know something in that meeting? They I don't split. think it's, is yeah. it be, the fact that it was a three Late. goal margin and a and an overtime game? game. Yeah. I I don't I don't know why. I, I think I think that's going to be I tighter of a meeting. I than think he their records are comp. Everything's comparable. Yeah, I I believe so too. And I and I've said this for weeks on this show. That loss is good for World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're playing at home. Yeah, they're playing at home for the section final. Just for those just tuning in for the first time this year, they they have a home game against East Side for the section final, assuming both make it. Yes, yep. but they needed a loss. They needed a wake up call. That was good for them. Yeah. All right. Black jerseys at home. There we go. Yeah, black jerseys at home. Jersey possibly. At home. That's all it's going to really come Do down to. Do they use their own locker room? I, I, I wonder <laughs> if they're going to get to use their locker rooms and their bench too. They might have to take the other Switch bench. Switch the other bench. Yeah. Just move the sign. If I'm, if I'm Pommel, I'm like, oh, we're the home team. We'll be taking that bench right it's there. It's mine. Thank you. Put a cowboy hat on. It's, it's our bench now. It's my bench. <laughs> White uniforms for us. Thank you. Oh, let's go. <laughs> okay. Right. Number five has to be Orno. No. It's my bench. It's my bench. I don't. Okay. You're well, going to go to the grave now. on this one. I really like Orno. I okay. I know the loss, but Orno just brought Chan to overtime. Overtime to me, that's, that's huge. Yeah, that speaks more to like a Saturday afternoon game between Matamidi and Orno. That says more about Orno than that. Yep. Okay. All right. Sixer. Yeah, this part's this part has now changed. Six could be Orno. Orno. North, has a little bit. Seven Northfield. Yeah. No, he he put Delano back at seven. Why? Ah, uh, okay. Sorry, Delano. Did 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 Northfield beat Otani yesterday? Yeah, 
Uh, Northfield yeah. had a good had a good win this week against a double A opponent. I gotta I'll mention or they lost in overtime to Owatonna. Owatonna. Okay, that probably dragged them down. Yeah, yeah. Double A losses drag down yeah, Class they, A teams. They beat North though. I know, I know, I know. It, that didn't matter. Double A losses. <laughs> double no, A losses don't count matter. against you. Double A wins, wins don't matter. Don't matter. Don't got matter. it. Okay, I just got to get that yeah. down. Yeah, now you so understand. Eight is Northfield, and nine is going to be your Cloquet, Esco, Carlton. Lumberjacks. Lumberjacks. Yep. Okay, now this is the one. Uh, Ten. So again. Monticello's gone. 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 Little Falls. No, it's going to be your Hibbing, Chisholm, Blue, Blue Jack. Jackets, Streaks. Mm. Blue Streaks. One in doubt with Class A guy. Go with Hibbing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's one. Where is Little Falls? Well, they have been playing well. Where is Little Falls? Because they had a good week. Uh, I'm not sure if... Let's see if the full rankings have been yeah, posted. He, he, he I, I, I know we're at not in games best, but didn't Alexandria have like a... A bad loss and a yep. bad win. They lost to River Bad Lake. loss yeah, and a yeah. good win, right? Yeah. So I will yep. okay. I will mention Maybe Monticello, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so them. eleven is Proctor, twelve is Alexandria, thirteen Monticello, fourteen Thief, fifteen Little. Yeah, Proctor. Little Falls lost to Detroit Lakes this week, Danny. Uh, Carl, okay, that's what it was. Where are my Southwest Christian Richfield stars at? Are we still sitting at eighteen? Uh, I'm still scrolling, still scrolling. Still scrolling. Wow, <laughs> wow. Hey. Roll, roll. Whoa. Whoa. Roll. Carl, easy. <laughs> Scrolling. <laughs> yeah. That's what you get from a greyhound. Yeah. What? 21? Yeah. 21. Yeah, really scroll down. Do you know there. what? Two seed in section. They get their shot at Matamita. Hockey game. Anything happens. That's right. They're yeah. in section four. four. Anything happens. That is weird. And you know who's not in section four? Two rivers. Yeah. <laughs> that They're is in my bad. Yeah. I know. I know. <sighs> okay. Um... Yeah, should we move on to games of the past? We I think? should. Okay, games of the past brought to you by the Red Black, Black League. League. <laughs> okay, um, the Red Black League tryouts. Oh, were announced today. Okay, I tweeted that out, so it'll be in March at Mariucci. They use a lot of ice down at Mariucci, which is cool. Um, cool. so check out Red Black Leagues if you're interested in trying out for the Red Black League. Uh, go to redblackleagues.com um, and give it a shot. I mean. What I look, I look back at development of players, uh, having seen a lot of players, puck on stick is a huge component to improving your game, and this will give you lots of opportunities to have the puck on your stick because you don't have to worry a lot about getting body checked. And a lot, a lot of good things happen in this Swedish bandy style of hockey that they play uh, in the Red Black League. And I was talking to a hockey dad yesterday, prominent ex-professional athlete, and he goes, that is the greatest idea, the Red and Black League. Do you like how he name drops there, Isaac? I did not name drop. I like just, I like but he just, was a professional athlete. So, so I, I was I like it. Yeah. yeah, I was talking to an Olympian uh, who <laughs> also <laughs> won a deal. state so title. Many, I talked yeah. to so many Olympians. You just, I forget his name. You yeah. talk to yeah. one, you talk to them them all. all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, can I just finish? He said, what a great business concept that is. And he's like, it's just so easy. They, they, they charge this much money. I'm like, yeah, but what you don't see there, Mr. Professional Athlete, is all <laughs> the time and energy 
that goes in behind the scenes to make sure that they have goalies there, to make sure that it's good. They're actually on site. They remind me a lot of what we do at our events where I'm on site like yeah. 85 to 95% of the time making sure that all the details, all the I's are dotted and T's crossed. That's what Brian Hansen is at yes. the Red and Black League. So check yep. out redblackleagues.com. Okay. Games of the past. I got a lot of games of the past this week. I can't wait. Sweet. Starting on Monday. Who's, what was the kid's name? Ricky's son? Owen. Owen? Owen Sainty. Owen Sainty. We met him over at the Rosemount Eastview game on Tuesday night, was it? Yes. And we asked Owen, what's your favorite part? And he goes, games of the past. Love games of the past. So shout out to Owen for listening to the show. Yeah. Love to see that. Love to see that. I texted his uncle, too. My classmate. Okay. Like, guess who I met? <laughs> uh, name, drop, name drop, name drop. James Sainty. Okay. Uh, Monday. Rozo 5, Thief River Falls 2. Rozo had a weird week, okay? They had a week. <laughs> I don't know. I know they played in they the booth twice. Roller coaster. Really? Yeah. This so they is... must have lost a Cloquet? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> don't ruin the segment, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> wait, just wait. Okay. Just wait. They had to have, because we know what they did to East. Pump, pump, pump. Do we even bring that score up? I it's do. embarrassing. We don't I... want to embarrass one of our hosts. I, I do. I do. I think it's fair because Carl just embarrassed me with the whole 21 still scrolling, still scrolling for Southwest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll tee uh, that score up for you when we get to Friday. Maybe he can read the score. Yeah, Yeah. I'll hand it over and (laughs) point at it right right here. You see this? You can point at it nine times if you like. Yes. Okay, Tuesday, River Lakes 4, Alexandria 3. That's the game right there. Wow. That's, that's the, the game, game of the like, week. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. That one got me. That one and I had to pump the brakes like three times. Northern Lakes just is salivating. They're like going to Jack's Cafe right now when they see this yes. score. Yes, yes, yes. So they, they play again this week. River Lakes and Alex? Final, so. Yeah. Ooh. Northern Lakes Alex. It'll be oh, good. Northern, Northern Lakes, Lakes Alex. Yeah. and Alex play. Is, yeah. is that at Breezy? Uh, Are you thinking would, of going? I, I don't know. I don't. I. I'm thinking about going to Sartell on Friday. They play Gentry. Oh, that'll be it. That's the. That's the roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> never know what you're gonna get there. Yeah. There's a lot of box of chocolate teams. Can we have like a box of chocolate? That's segment? A, definitely a box of chocolate team for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, game-winning goal scored by a kid named Blake Schultz from New London, Minnesota, and he, his dad or mom signed him up for a Black Bears team. Uh, we had, need an extra team, and I happened to be coaching that team, and and he was on. I could name like six or seven of the kids. Andrew L- Lane was the goalie. Blake Schultz. We had a Christian, one of the Christian brothers from Duluth East on the team. Oh, weird. We had Blake Schultz. We had uh, Jensen and Deshane Desch- from Rogers on the team. Wow. It was just a hodgepodge team, but we it was a lot of fun. But uh, I just remember Blake Schultz was on the bench, and that kid worked his bag off every game. Still is. And now he's performing. So congratulations to Blake on a big dub for River Lakes. Elk River 2, Bemidji 1, overtime. Good win in Section 8. Every 8 game at this point is notable. Is a box of chocolates. It's a win. It's a win. win. Hastings 3, Chicago Lakes 3, overtime. I'm not even sure why you're reading that one. That's the why did you read it? Why did I read it? Because it gives flavor to 4A, which we don't give a lot of flavor to, I want to say. 
Well, we're going to give a lot of flavor today. Yeah, 21 right here. <laughs> 21 in the state. A two seed. We're not 21. We're the two seed. Maybe. I don't know after maybe, this score. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Um, Proctor, two. Duluth Marshall, one. Overtime. Goaltender matchup right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm amazed there's only three goals scored. Yeah. Exactly. Three goals. Yeah. Yeah. Rogers, two. White Bear Lake, one. Overtime. This is good, White Bear. Yeah. They good led for, for most, most of the well, way. Yeah. Um, we got chirped that that wasn't a notable game. I got chirped. I'm like, I can only fit like six games in. Sorry, I didn't get you in there. Yeah, I hate to see what you did on Saturday because there was a lot of juice on there Saturday. There were a lot. But I was able to because I split the girls and boys up. Yeah, yeah. then it's easier. I got it in because the girls had sections. So sure. I'm like, I picked out six good section games. Yeah, that's fair. Maple Grove, four, Centennial, two. I was talking to Rich Many about this. Um, they played well for two periods, and then the exactly. third period fell off. Yep. And you got to play well for three periods. So this was for the number one seed, and it's now going it's to Maple over. Grove. Yep. And new, good win for Maple Grove, especially on home ice right and there. Since we do sections next week, yeah. who the number one, two, three, four here? I've talked Matter. to a couple coaches in this section this week. It's going to be a crazy it's a dog fight who comes in one two three four yeah we all we know what one is yes is rogers two uh, with the yeah i centennial might still be the two yeah yeah it, it's gonna be a dog fight yep it's a good section though north field four lakeville north two i'm not surprised not surprised at all no not surprised no. north has six wins <laughs> and they could still go to state yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna <laughs> cannot wait to see whoever in one double A loses to Tonka. That's gonna be the well. Tonka not, match. It's not for sure. It's Tonka. Well, okay, Pat okay. Draw. They're gonna get a tough. Wyzetta. Yeah, could be Wyzetta. Could be Chan. Could be Dinah. Dinah. Okay. Yeah. Maple Grove. Could be Maple Grove. It's gonna be a fun Thursday, regardless for them. Maybe <laughs> not for us. For not them, for us. yeah. Yeah. Um. Eastview two, Rosemount one. Tony and I were there. Yeah, that was a good game. Um, what my takeaway about Eastview is they have some really athletic kids on that team. Yeah, it's not just oh Jordan Brothers and, and the Wootens. You know, it's not that they play a very disciplined style of hockey, but they have athletes to execute their style and I thought both teams were well coached I thought it was a really good hockey game back and forth what I was thought was interesting and we have really good access to the ice level there um, both that really close access to the benches I thought both teams benches coached the right way yeah um, but I thought the game was super physical and super lippy I thought the teams were getting really lippy with each other and the game was very very emotional and the rink that normally isn't a great game to watch Apple Valley. in an Apple Valley Sports Center, whatever they call <laughs> that thing, it was hopping. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was loud. It was heated in there. Uh, it was a great hot. We were we were treated to a really good hockey game. Yeah, we were we were yelling at kids on and off the ice. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I have I the te- best story. <laughs> I have te- the Tony best up for story. This. So I have a fairly expensive trophy uh, 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 <laughs> camera. In my hand, right? Very, very expensive. And I'm a little nervous when there's kids running around. I'm very nervous about kids uh, around me 
knocking cameras out of knocking that thing. He's old. He's feeble. It makes I just sense. Don't makes sense. want my yeah. computer to get knocked on the ground or my whatever. I just I'm a little bit nervous about it. You don't want and your there was literally a full fledged team handball soccer football game going on behind us and i'm like ah oh, this is making me nervous this is making me nervous this is making me nervous i come back after one set and my my computer bag was like moved on, moved it was on the ground and i was like eh, that's not good I'm, I'm fine with it but then i'm standing there and danny's to my right and i look over and at one moment this soccer ball comes flying literally this kid just wound up booted the ball it comes <laughs> flying and it didn't like grazed Danny in the head. It jacked him right in the head. Yeah, which didn't feel great. Danny turns and goes from affable Danny to mean... Teacher Danny. Substitute. He turned into Mr. McGarvey. (laughs) I had to. I had to at that point. Okay? I... I have no shame because, I like, I taught in the theater city for twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had to. I was just kicked in the head. Drilled kid. I'm coming for you, Block A. You know, it was so funny. But I, I feel like I had to, Tony. Was it justified? I felt bad for you. Oh my god, Danny was. Fifty percent nicer than I would have been. I would have dropped okay. my camera. I would have probably done went Jim Zozel. I would have had the <laughs> kid by the jersey and pinned him to the wall because we'd warned him like three or four times. Hey, watch it, careful! Well, it was careful. the second time I'd been hit yeah. too. So I, I, it was hilarious. I just said, if this ball goes on the ice, you guys are getting kicked out, and you don't want to get kicked out, right? Because I know who it is. Yeah. So. so, anyways, that that was the. Off ice dramatics, but I I thought on ice, like you said, Tony, this game was let's say chippy, but I think this section can be like that yeah. too, and I yeah. think that's what this section could be entertaining that way because you you don't know which team can restrain their emotions and let their emotions play out too. Okay, so you said something in in the arena that night that I thought was I, I shared with somebody else. You said. You know what? The and you know your snobby private school St. Thomas guy. He goes. You know what? I think this type of hockey, this emotion-filled hockey, is bad for the public schools because they can kind of get into this when they're playing. Uh, and we had two takes on yes. this when they're they're playing a private school team. Like they're used to playing, you know, at these high-level games their yep. whole lives, right? So they get to the section semis. Let's say it's Creton and Eastview and. Yep. Rosemount and St. Thomas, St. Thomas, right? And you're saying, I think you said, I think the private schools might have an advantage here because they're not going to let their emotions get the best of them where the the Rosemount kids are thinking about the kids in their school and the crowd there and they're going to make the big hit and they chirped a kid and whatever. And then they lose focus on actual point of the game of scoring more goals, right? Yes. And then I said, hey, well, what about the other flip side of that is when they get a lead and now they have those fans behind them and they yeah. can use that emotion that's positive yes. you know what i mean so like i could see it goes away but i liked your point it was a really valid point where like hey I, i'm showing off for the girl in the crowd or my buddies in the crowd or whatever because it's going to be a big crowd so those rosemont yep. eastview fans they will bring hundreds of students they travel to, to and they're them. loud and they're rowdy which is really great good. It's it, going to be great. Those semifinals are going to be fantastic. They're on Monday now, yep. too. Caucuses. Because, because of Super Tuesday. Yep. Um, but it, it's going to be great. That's a great Monday night hockey. Yeah. Eastview last year treat. 
had uh, penalty problems. I have not looked at their – I remember Coach Fulton talking about that on the podcast too. I have not looked at their penalty stats this year, but it's a team that you don't want to be shorthanded. Yeah, they are They are a bunch of sponges. They were shot-blocking, athletic, super athletic. So many good players on the East team. I'm, I'm excited. I would love to see that team in the state tournament. A, a player that we'll mention a little bit later in the show, too, is Gabe Otis. Gabe Otis had a great game, even though he got a kicking penalty. Uh, for kicking <laughs> a the, much deserved. <laughs> the kicking he kicked the, the net, net off. off its moorings. But he, he's having Oops. a really good season. Yeah. So. Um, okay. We spent a lot of time on one game there. But it's an important... I think so, too. It's important. Um, Lakeville South, five, Egan, four. It's an outburst for Lakeville South. <laughs> and Egan. And Egan. I was at that game. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted you to know. Okay. Right. okay. Cool. It was actually very entertaining. <laughs> 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 I thought they were going to win by more Six than to one, one point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Little Falls five, Northern Lakes zero. Good Ooh, win. Good win for Little Falls here. Tells a lot. Of it does. It does. Five is greater than six. Five is greater than six. Um, East Grand Forks six, War Road three. We have touched on this already. This is a great win for East Side and a loss, like you said, that might be needed for War Road. It's going to be a fantastic section final oh yeah for sure for sure hands down really yeah. good i and i saw these two teams play in the bantams a state final same i mean almost a replica same teams yeah They'll be playing against each other in the section final as, as we look forward to section final probables edina wyzetta chantanka east side war road those, those are, are the some good ones those are the good ones that we're yeah. kind of marking out um, Holy Family five, Park of Cottage Grove three. Uh, I just teeing up and for a later reference. Yes, yeah. for a later reference. Okay, that wraps up Tuesday, Thursday. Owatonna three, Northfield two. Overtime. That's the one. It's Owatonna's the scary team right now. Didn't somebody say they were going to go undefeated on this show? Somebody paid Will Peterson money. <laughs> I'm not sure I paid him yet. Fast money makes fast friends. I, I think I'll pay him, though. <laughs> he thinks uh, I know I'm good for it. Oh, your credit runs deep, I guess. Um, Detroit Lakes, three. Little Falls, two. Now, that's a good that's a score. Wonky. That's, that's a wonky. That's a good score. score. Congratulations to the Lakers on that one. That's a really good win for the Lakers. Duluth Marshall, two. two. Duluth Denfeld, two. Overtime. Big double-A result there. Yeah. Tells us nothing about who should be seated higher in seven double A. Who? What are the seatings, Carl? You got that one dialed in. We yeah, obviously so go. I, I think it's going to be well. Rapids Andover. Who's three? Over, yeah, East is three because they've beaten everyone below them. Um, four is Rock Ridge. Five probably Forest Lake because they have the Rapids win. Okay. Then six seven will be Denfield Marshall in some order. Okay. And is Cambridge coming at eight then? Maybe. Uh, or Anoka, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, th- I can't remember who won the game between them, but they're they're eight next in line. All right. Elk River 7, Centennial 5. That must have been an entertaining game. Three goals in the first period for Elk River, and they, they really just held on to that lead and controlled it too. And then they made it 4-1, and that was the put-away 
goal. Even though I will say Centennial never quit in this game, and they this was for the conference title for Centennial. They really? needed to win this to win the conference, and they didn't. Okay. And so, um, and so there was an empty net goal for Elk, and to put it like six to four, and then it went six to five because like ten seconds later, yep. then Centennial. So like they really never quit. I think the first period just got to them, but seven goals for Elk River. That watch that. Anyone stand out to you on Elk River? Um, yeah, Mears, uh, right, number 10. I would have to look at the roster. I don't have Wi-Fi here right okay. now. Right. Um, and I, yeah, so 10, 11, 3 uh, stood out to me without looking at uh, That's a great. roster That's great. I love sheet. 10, 11, 3. Go 10, 11, 3. Well, I, what do you want out of me, Tony? <laughs> what do you want? I don't know. All right. <laughs> I can look for roster. No. Uh, uh, if you want, Carl, look at the roster. It's, uh, that's why I bring my roster sheets. Mine are all at home right now. Then they will right. get put in binders. Yeah, first binder. Um, okay, Gentry 4, Holy Family 1. That's a good score. Gentry is sliding into you don't want to play them. Getting hot at the right time. They are They're getting, getting better. How does that happen? Is that because they skate all day? Wow. They are getting better. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Within the high uh, school Holy rules. Family's not exactly uh, lighting it up now either. No. No. Holy Family is a different team. Of the top 25. Robinsdale, Armstrong, Cooper, three, Coon Rapids, zero. Yeah, that's... I'm Rapids glad that one's on this show. box of chocolates team. Yeah, they are a box of chocolates. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But a good win for Robinsdale, um, Armstrong, Cooper there. Yep. Uh, Lakeville South, two, Farmington, zero. Yeah. yeah, it's Lakeville South. It just makes me nervous now for Lakeville South, and we'll we'll talk about one section one next week with our section. Wouldn't preview it be cool show. to see Owatonna in the state tournament? It'd be awesome. The storylines <laughs> on that is amazing. Lose their head coach, yes, like, and then turn around and go it to state. It would be amazing. That would be special. Maple Grove three, St. Thomas zero. Yep, I was there. Okay. Thoughts? <laughs> Comments? Greenway? Interaction? Um, <laughs> I mean, Zach Price played pretty well, but I again, everyone's going to say he had 40 shots. 40 shots. 40 shots. I'm like, I, Zach Price had two or three clutch saves in this game, but I never really got the sense that St. Thomas wanted to get into the dirty areas. And I, you could just see the look on Rand's face. Every shift they would come off the bench, and it was, you know, you could tell. They were just... St. Thomas could not get the puck in deep. Yep. And when they did, Zach Price was there to make not just the first save, but sometimes the second save. I do have a really funny story okay. about this game. It, it will make all you Rand fans out there just You get laugh. hit by a soccer ball? It was. It's kind of like the soccer ball. Okay. It was like there's the moment of awkwardness, right? <laughs> so it's like, I think it's like 3 nothing. So, like, game's kind of over at this point. And they're not going to put four past Zach Price in the last five minutes. No. I wouldn't say the game is over, but you know, I, I it's st- in I, hand. It's in hand, right? And uh, so, it's just like, I remember it was like 5.30 left in the game. And I look at the, I look, no, I hear the, 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 the clock, 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 clock. Like, Tom Klein, TK, from, is like, hey, uh, guy, the clock isn't stopped. Right? And he, oh. and the clock guy refused to stop the clock. Right? He's like, no, no. He's like, I got it. I got it. He's like, he was very confidently going, I got it. I got it. I got it. Like, like, yeah, I know it's running. 
but apparently he forgot to turn the clock on. So he was just doing oh, the like sure. He was doing one put it this way. He two, was doing the one I'm gonna run it off longer now because I forgot to but it'll all even the stuff out. But like that would be okay for like squirt. Maybe a no God, are you kidding me? A squirt parents would be just as pissed, right? <laughs> no, no, but like you could maybe get away with that. In like twelve B two or squirt B two or PVC doing or one oh, Mississippi, oh, yeah, exactly. two Mississippi. Yeah. So so then he stops the clock and the refs come over and they start talking to him and he goes, well yeah I didn't I forgot like thirty seconds to turn the clock on so I'm just gonna do thirty now, and that did not sit well with the states seven hundred club. <laughs> he would not let it die, and part of me was like. Rand, let it die. And part of me is like, I think I would be just as hot yeah. as yeah. Rand oh, yeah. would be here. So I was, you know, part of me was like, it, part of me was like, Rand, let it die. Cause I go, it's three rip, dude. You're not coming back. Let's yeah. just move on. It's over. You're not going to win. The refs have, have sided with this box official. Yes. Right? Yes. But at the same time, I was like, you're right, Rand. You are dead on right. Yep. So it was yep. just one of those. Point right. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Okay, and then Cloquet 3, Sartell 2. That's another score. That's a Cloquet score this week. That's yeah. a Sartell score. It's a Sartell score, too. Friday, Benilde 6, Hermantown 3. Uh, Benilde, uh, Koski took it over and really. They scored three in the third. Yeah, that was impressive. Um, I talked to Willie P yesterday at the Rapids game. Yep. And he gave me a good breakdown of that game. And I said, were you just like torn little Hermantown Hawk in that so, bench there? And he's it, like, I remained professional. He did I'm not. Like, he did not. <laughs> he did not. He was like scoring for your Hermantown Hawks. <laughs> Seven times state champion, 75 runner up. <laughs> Your Lake Superior Conference lock winners for the last 21 seasons. seasons. They're Hermantown Hawks. Pat Andrews, my best friend. <laughs> have we mentioned they have NHL players? So. <laughs> and then it was. Benilde, you can just skate up now yeah. to the blue line. Okay, yeah. our national anthem. <laughs> let's run this through. Okay. And then it was like, okay, let's play Hermantown oh, hockey. hockey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Brad and I wouldn't let him put his Hermantown jacket on. He was cold. Literally, Will was shaking, and we're like, you can't do that. Can't wear that. Can't wear that in here. No. So, um, but, yeah, they scored. Uh, Benilde scored three in the third. They came out hot, and they – Put it away in the third. Okay. And so, um, oh, Isaac, I oh. have this one. Can yeah, what you read that say? one? Yeah, what does that say right there? Rosso 9, Duluthies 2. Yes. Ooh. Beat him by a touchdown. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, they scored yep. three field goals. Yep. Um, and if you're up by more than six goals, do you know what happens? Running time. It's a run the clock. Yeah, run, like run the, the clock. Like the Maple Grove guy would have worked great there. Yeah. Run that clock. Run that clock. would have worked great for there. What happened, Carl? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> no comment. It's the first time in my life, you know, heritage is, is attached to a bar, right? It's the first time I've ever gone to the bar between periods. Ooh. Really? Now, Oof. I believe I went to go read your tweets on that game. And it's it's entertaining to read when when 
Carl's objective journalism just goes fades? out the window. Out fades. The window. <laughs> fades. Fades hard when, uh. the, when the hounds when, when the hounds go have a a, a dastardly win or a, a dastardly loss or a really big win. That's when I go read Carl's tweets. I'm like, oh boy, here where we are go. we at? Roller coaster. Yes. <laughs> well, he's on the downside right now. Yeah, it's not much for roller coaster right now. Right. <laughs> Um, Alexandria three Monticello zero. That is our Monticello. Is that their first loss, Carl, in a while? A while. Yeah, a long time. It was like 13 in a row or something yes. like that. Yeah. Uh, that rounds out Friday. Moving on to Saturday, starting the day, Park of Cottage Grove four, White Bear Lake zero. That was a surprise to start the day. It's an yeah. eye popper. And yeah, you know who was... scored all four? Ooh, Probably what? Rude Dog. Rude Dog did? Yeah. Jackson Rude, all four goals against White Bear Lake. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Chan Hassan, two, Orno, one in overtime. Keeps Orno in its place, though. Let's put it that way. Orno, you know, put it in its place at seven. Yeah. You know, but overtime, that's impressive. I, I love that score. Love that score. I think both those teams are going to be, could be skating in the state tournament. I definitely think so. I, I think Minnetonka's in a tough spot. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I mean, I know they're undefeated. All that, But it's have, looming like, right gosh, now. They have some – they got some that, – that's a tough game for them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Goes back to kind of that emotion. The emotion, the public school emotion, there's an emotion that Chan has that – Yeah. That, that's really good. Um, and we'll, just – I'll talk about that for a second. The Tonka-Chan game, that was packed Pagel, emotional Pagel – the 3-1 Edina-Tonka um, game yesterday. Isaac, you did you feel that building? Not really. And it was sold out, right. too. It right. didn't feel. No, and the teams came out slower than I expected, too. Definitely Tonka did. Yeah. Neither it, wanted to throw the first punch, it seemed like. No, it, it, I would say Edina came out ready. Yep. Tonka didn't, but Edina didn't capitalize right. on Tonka's Early. not readiness. Yep. If Edina came out like Wyzetta did against Tonka... Yes. That would have been an Edina win. The, 100%. Yep. Yeah. Now, uh, the Nevers shorthanded goal. What a goal. So, Nevers <laughs> beats uh, shorthanded on the blue line, pokes it out of Stout's uh, hands, yep. pretty much. Stick. Stick. Okay, right? Pokes it out, knocks it out of the zone, barely, okay, and then keeps poking it along. Skates with it, gets draped on it. Draped I've, on him. And one. Yeah. Basketball and, and one. And one. Hockey and one. Oh, yeah. And scores. And one. Yeah. His brother, did you see his brother had a goal, the same thing for the Gophers, where he was, it was the same Draped on him. Draped, whatever, fell through, Just got kept through fighting for it. Yeah. So we'll ask him. Oh, okay. Yeah. When I see him next. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up brothers. soon. Scrappy Sometime goal. soon. I'm yes. going to ask him who had a better goal between the two. There you go. He did. He did. He For did. sure he did. For sure he did. Um, but then Ashton Schultz with the third goal in the third period. Yep. Right? It was the third period. Yep. And shorthanded. He, shorthanded. And he just, anytime Schultz. Uh, Had about this much space to work with. And then he just took it. Just took it. And ran with it and goal. Skated with it. Unless he ran. I don't okay. know. Okay. Hands, goals. Well, well, you oh, run the show, no, Tony. No. You run the show. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, yeah, but that second line was very good yesterday. Um, is it really a second line? I mean, there's three first lines on that team. There Maybe is. first lines on just about every team in the state. Every, would Andover take every, Tonka's third, third line yes. would be their first line. Yes. No offense. 
and over. No offense. Um, but yeah, it, as bad as or pedestrian as Tonka skated in the first period, they came out and then they put this one away. Which surprised me for a Giles Edina team that Edina had come out at two one going into the third. Yeah, I, I was surprised that they didn't come out with more hop, especially getting a call right away. They had a penalty, they had a power play right away. Yeah, and they just didn't do it. Never got it set up. No, that was hard to start the third period for them. And I, I really, again, Schultz's uh, third, the third goal was a backbreaker because they just were not going to score it four. It yep. didn't feel like it. Yep. Um, and I yeah. will say the quieter arena. Like, Braemar game, that was emotion. You could yes. feel the building, yes. which definitely benefited Edina. Correct. And then the, the subtler Pagel. It, was, it wasn't there. It, it wasn't just, there. It was and not it, there. And it played to Minnetonka's benefit. Yeah. It, um, the other player I want to note is um, Ben Dexheimer had an awesome game. Mm-hmm. Or Barrett. Or Barrett. 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 Ben, Ben's, yeah. team, his name is. Ben's team won, came back and beat. Notre Dame yesterday too, so uh, yeah, okay, win. I was good right, win. I was right. But Barrett, <laughs> great in that Barrett game. had a great game. Barrett had a really, really good game. Yep, he is he is peaking leader in our Mister Hockey bit. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cloquet five, Rozo four, overtime. I saw that one coming. Yeah, emotion, emotion. They they spent too much time in the pool. They did. Mm-hmm. That's that had it. to be yeah. it. That the hotel pool always gets you. <laughs> always gets you. Um, Shakopee four, Rosemount or Shakopee five, five, Rosemount four. Four goals in the first. Four, four goals, goals in the, the second, second. One goal in the third. I talked to a referee <laughs> who refed that game, and he oh. says he says it was a blank show. Oh, uh, so it must have been got kind of entertaining in the third period. Yeah. What do we say? Emotion. Rosemont plays with emotion. Yes. Right? And we've seen Shakopee. They play with emotion. I can see those two teams being a little oil water. Yes. Like, Chan's got to be careful in that semifinal. It could be a s- trap game. If, they, you're look, if you they start will be looking forward. past. They're, they're, Sean Bloomfield will not be looking past Shakopee. Yeah. No Fair chance. Enough. Fair enough. Hill Murray 2, St. Thomas Academy 1, overtime. I really wish I would have seen this expect? game. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? So you could take a nap finally? <laughs> finally get some rest. Yeah. Just like but, plug in. But like that's what this, these Edina, Edina Hill, Hill versus like they're not exactly uh, fun, wide open hockey to watch. No, this would be snooze fest. Yeah. Um, Although the, one of the, well, the Edina games were 5-3 this year. Both, both of them. them. Yeah. Which is different than different, years past. Different. Why is that a three in Prairie Zero? About what I expect. I, I agree. I agree. Centennial three or and yeah, over three. Like, Centennial, Centennial doesn't one. win at all this week. Just yes. for those in games of the past. No, no, and over three, Centennial one. Yeah, I have a friend of mine, Centennial friend of mine, who saw this schedule. There are three tough road games, and they said uh, they won't win any of them. They're mid. This is a Centennial guy, like totally trashing on the uh, the Cougars. Just rude. But it was a rough week for them. It was. It was a rough week. Um, Okay, Benilde St. Margaret 5, Grand Rapids 1. I think. Grand Rapids scored in the first 20 seconds of the game. Yeah, it was early. And first shift, for sure. And I'm like, whoa, we got ourselves a game. Uh, Probably 
What, what I like most about Grand Rapids is their D. I know they gave up yeah. five goals. Um, it was weird also. Carter Casey was in the bleachers because he played the JV game. It's so he wasn't weird. even on the bench. <laughs> uh, but there was a lot to like about Grand Rapids. Um, again, they were a lot like like St. Thomas. They had a hard time getting the puck to the greasy areas. Sure. Um, and Benil did a nice job of keeping them on the perimeter. Once they got a lead, the puck possession – their puck possession, Benil's puck possession was way better than Grand Rapids' puck possession. They need to Benil needs to play with leads. Yes, uh, that is a team. Yes, that's yes. Predic- yeah, right. yes, yep. both teams. Yeah, 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 yeah. East, but yeah, you have to have skill and puck possession in order to come back. And I and I think that uh, is this the time where I talk about Benil being sure. a, a scary team, or ne- I'll do it next week because that yeah, I watched them play week. a state tournament caliber team and look. Like they fit the part for the state tournament. Yep. They're going to have to beat both those. Edina. I just seen beating Edina and and Wyzetta in back to back games. It's just too hard. I don't think you can do yeah, it. It's too deep. That's why that Edina Wyzetta game is so big next week. Yes. Whoever plays them first. Avoid Benilla. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Correct. Stillwater four, Creighton Durham Hall three. I still think that Creighton has enough talent on their team to For make sure. noise in that section. Sure. But they are the five seed uh, until this Is week. Park kind of Grove the four, and they play this week. That's a big game. That's a huge game. Yeah. Oh, it's besides who gets slash shift, but yeah. <laughs> but it also in home barn and home barn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you rather play at the palatial Park of Cottage Grove rink or the postage stamp? <laughs> I was going to say, you can't the call chuck. the Chuck palatial. No, no. Um, Champlin Park 2, Holy Family 1, overtime. That's a crazy score. That's uh, Again, Champlin, yes. the, do not sleep on Champlin. Yep. In the Jersey Jam or in oh, life. <laughs> Stop. Can't sleep on the Rebels. Stop. Can't sleep on the Rebels. Jersey had, Jam quarterfinalists. I yes. Had, I love I, that you'll, jersey. You'll like this. I had uh, Chris McAlpine was in the office Name this drop. week. And, and uh, Stanley Cup champion, Chris McAlpine was in the office this week. <laughs> Go he, for. he was talking about his Roseville jersey. Oh, he sure. Says, yeah, and they were like the L.A. Kings, you know. And I'm like, and I walked in, grabbed your Gemini uh, Champa Park. I go, like this? And he goes, Yes, just like that. <laughs> but it's a great jersey. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> this. Yeah, oh my gosh. He was like, I'm like, oh, Isaac and Danny would just have died laughing. Oh, that would have been it's a great, great jersey. Great jersey. Great jersey. Especially on Roseville. That would be oh, the, yeah. the color scheme because it is King's, old King's yeah, color scheme. It's good. Yeah, we should we should chat with Roseville. Get that going. Oh, God, a red. Oh, with some red with red? that, too. Ooh. Bring back the Ramsey. Have you seen their youth reds? They're uh, yeah, so cool. Yeah, They're so cool. Yeah, that's that's a Jersey Jam jersey that I want to see. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, let's remember that. All right. All right. Maple Grove th- five, Lakeville South three. Kayla, not even paying attention anymore. I didn't go to that game. <laughs> <laughs> My dad did say that they looked really good, but that's what they tend to do. They play to the level of the person that they're playing. That is true. So. That is the yeah. scary part about South right it's my now. my expert opinion. Expert You're opinion. You're welcome. Okay. The, the, and, and there's a show when I was growing up, Andy Griffith's show. Yes. And they had this town drunk 
Otis. He was sitting in jail and he would try. She's the she just sounded like the female Otis on that one. <laughs> I didn't even go to that game. I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy. I don't know about you, but I had stuff to do. <laughs> um Moorhead five war road four overtime. overtime. About what I expected again. Mickelson with the game winner. That kid is so good. Five goals. So good. good good goal performance for Moorhead. Yes. Yes. Start coming along a little bit. A seems little, like a little they, bit. They made it to five hundred for the first time all year. That's not surprising with their schedule, though. Right. Yeah. And then last game, Northern Lakes four, Robinsdale, Armstrong, Cooper three. What? <laughs> why would those two teams play? I know. I know, right? Like, why are they playing? Good win for Northern Lakes. Yeah. Armstrong Cooper, it's like, okay, weird week. Weird week. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we have an Alexandria? What was score? the Alexandria? No, they Alex- beat Mammal. They beat Monticello. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, that was, that was noted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So that is what I have for games of the past. Tony, take away Mr. Hockey. Thank you, Danny. Uh, yeah, it's the time everybody's been waiting for. It's our annual Predict the Mr. Hockey finalist session. It's one of my favorite shows of the year. It's a good one, that's for sure. We are going to predict who the committee will choose as the 10. We aren't going to pick the 10. We are voters. We aren't revealing our ballots today. Because we, we haven't might, finished it. We might infer who we're going to put on our ballot, Yeah, but uh, we are not going to give our choices. These are not our opinions. No. This is just a prediction of what the 60 scouts... Media members, coaches, coaches. So it's D one uh, um, scouts and coaches, NHL scouts, media members like ourselves, but also you know other media around the state. Um, it, it's people who watch too. I think that's important to note: is the people who are voting on this watch the games and know the kids. And I, I've spoken to two USHL. Uh, one's a GM, one's a scout, asking me their opinion this week. My opinion this week. It's uh, so hard. I know they're 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 voters. They wouldn't just the the ballots came out and the text started flying into me about just kind of my thoughts on who they are. We have our seven yeah, player problem. of the year, our seven player of the year finalists this year are all seniors. So I just basically said, "Here's my list." Yeah. It's been the work has been done. It's you can been kind decided. of if you don't like our list, that's fine. But those are seven really good candidates for Mister Hockey this year. They're all seniors. Yes. Yes. No juniors in our list this year. Uh, I think it's such a great senior class. I really do. It truly is. It is. It's special. Uh, We have 21 D1 commits this senior class. That's the most, I think, it's the most in the podcast era. It's the most in a long, long, long time. I I, Maybe ever. I have no idea. But there's more D1 schools, so it possibly could be ever. Yeah. Uh, And there is no Casey Middlestad as a junior this year. You know, there's no, no Zam plant. There's no. no like so when we put a kid in like Zam or, or Bobby Brink or whatever, we put those kids that we know that they're special. You know, as as, as underclassmen. Okay, so let's focus on Mr. Hockey. Yep, it can only be seniors. The Mr. Hockey ballot is each voter gets seven choices, yep. and it is ranked choice voting. So yep. whoever you put at number one gets seven points. Carl, did you have something? 
It's not what ranked choice voting is, but we'll deal with our voting systems <laughs> lecture later. He just loves. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, what's a I, caucus? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to know today. I don't. Oh, the, the history of the caucus system. No, no. 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 I went to a caucus in college. Okay, no. Once. We don't have caucuses anymore. Or okay. One time. Right now. Okay, so it is ranked choice voting. Who you put at number one gets it's more weight. Choice voting. Yeah. More weight. It is ranked yeah. voting. Ranked voting. <laughs> oh, thank you, Carl. That's why I thank screwed you. that up. Okay. All right. It's ranked voting. Yes. And you have uh, 40 kids we're going to talk about today, roughly? I have 37. Casey Kasem's top 37. <laughs> top 37. All right. Okay. Uh, let me long distance dedications. Let me know when you want me to um, kind of start it off. I'm ready. Okay. This is done alphabetical by first name. Okay. <laughs> Well, it, I can Anthony, as, go ahead. I can ascend this a Zachary, lot. Zachary, you're last. I can ascend it a lot of different ways in Excel. I would prefer last name or. I, I, I fixed the spreadsheet last year, and I didn't have enough time this year. But oh last my year, I actually God. fixed the yeah. spreadsheet. So okay. You can okay. Sort okay. Next Where's year, A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron. <laughs> okay. Starting off, Alex Lunsky from Minnetonka. He's got eight goals, 14 assists. He's committed to University of St. Thomas. He is on the midterm central scouting or final central scouting, not midterm, right? Because the final list came out. No, it's this, is mer- oh, this is midterm. This is midterm. Sorry, early. There's midterm, and then the one comes out. He's and- on midterm. He's at one thirty-two right now. Um, next, I have Andrew Joinell forward for St. Cloud Cathedral. He's got twenty-three goals, thirty-five assists. He's uncommitted right now. St. Cloud Cathedral, and he has nine. Game-winning goals this year. It's impressive. When uh, I call him Captain Clutch. He is doing he it. He is Captain Clutch. You're going to try to bypass me here. You think that I'm going to just not talk about Andrew Donnell on this show? He is one of the most skilled players. He's the most highly skilled, uncommitted kid in the state. He scored the game-winning goal to bring him to the state last year, didn't he? Mm, I think that... Uh, he had a hand in it. Yeah, I think the little... Uh, Griffin Sturm had the okay, had the game winner. Barrett Dexheimer for Edina defenseman. He's got two goals, sixteen assists. Committed to UMass Amherst. Bobby Cowan also with Edina, fifteen goals, fifteen assists. Going to UST. Britt Allstead for Wyzetta forward with eleven goals, twenty four assists, and is uncommitted. Yeah, he won't get to twenty twenty. He probably will not. He needs a lot, he lot would of have help. To go for, off. Yeah, he needs a lot of help on that. Okay. Brock Schultz for East Graham Forks. He got. He has twenty four goals tw- or twenty goals, twenty four assists. He is. He got some. Too. He's got some. <laughs> he is uncommitted. K. De Saint Hubert forward for Wyzetta. Fourteen goals, twenty five assists. He is uncommitted. His brother is going to Yale's. Yep. Uh, Yale's. Yale's. The, the bulldog. <laughs> Yale's bulldog. Yeah, it's it's a it's a co op school between Yale and Yale's. Caden <laughs> yes. uh, uh, Lee for Chan Hassan. He's got twenty goals, twenty or twenty two goals, twenty assists. Going to Mankato State or Minnesota State. Um, Carson Pilgrim for War Road forward. 25 goals, half of what he had last year, 26 assists. Are you serious? He had 50-plus last year. Gosh. Um, He misses Uncle Jason. He does. Uh, He is on midterm central scouting. He is at 137. He is going to NODAC or committed there for college. 
Chuck Owens for Creighton Durham Hall. He's got eight goals, 17 assists. He's actually been scoring a little bit more lately. Second on his team. There isn't a lot of scoring this year for Creighton, mm-hmm. so uh, it might not be Gowdy numbers, but the whole team doesn't have Gowdy numbers. He is committed to Air Force. Gowdy? Is it like an architect or something? Thank you, yes. Or Gotti. Gotti. There we go. John Gotti. Gotti. I don't know if I like that one. I like the architect better. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Um, Drew Roloffs for Holy Family. He's got 14 goals, 13 assists. The big man is committed to UST as well. Gavin Gary, speaking of big man, he has four. And commit and UST. He commit. He's got 14 goals as well, 21 assists for Minnetonka forward. Gavin Eulenkamp for Chanhassen has 18 goals, 30 assists, committed to Wisconsin. He was out a couple of games, if we all recall, because of hand surgery. Um, But he still has put up great numbers this year. Yep. Hagen Burroughs for Minnetonka has 17 goals, 31 assists, is 64 on Central Scouting's midterm ranking, which is very impressive. I think he led the USHL in points per game when he left. Before he left. He is committed to Denver, which is a different but very good commit Yes, um, for the state of Minnesota. A lot of Minnesota kids committing there now. Yes, yes. Um, Harper Searles for Centennial, 18 goals, 33 assists, is uncommitted. Will be committed at He's some point. Another one like Dwinnell, like that's a committed kid. Yeah, exactly. Like Harper Bentz was uncommitted yeah. for a long time in the USHL, but I think he just kind of took his time. Yes, um, Jack Chris Chan Hassan, eighteen goals, thirty-two assists, committed to Mankato as well on that team. Jackson Nevers for Edina the forward has fourteen goals, twenty-six assists, committed to Minnesota. The fourteen goals is kind of a little bit of a. a you would expect more out of Nevers, but he's had a great season regardless, too. Okay. Dinah's yeah. a weird goal-scoring type of team. Very, very the true. The way they, their structure set up, they're a little bit like Guayzetta. Like, they go out to Buffalo and win, like, 3-2 or 5-3. You know, yeah, like it was a 5-3 win. They, they don't hang three. 18 on their opponents. Okay, okay, okay. You know, they just Settle don't down. Have, they don't have gaudy numbers. Gaudy. Okay. <laughs> they just don't. Jake Matson for Wyzetta has 16 goals, 19 assists. Ooh. And that's uh, Ooh, close to 20. He's got a shot, Jaker. Um, I like that. I think he's got. He could do it. He's uncommitted, but he probably will be sh- uh, yep. soon. Um, Javon Moore for Minnetonka has 18 goals, 24 assists. He is the highest ranked central scouting player in the state of Minnesota. high school hockey in the state of Minnesota. Committed yep. to the University of Minnesota as well. John Stout, defenseman for Minnetonka, only defenseman on Central Scouting. He's at 157. He's got five goals, 17 assists, and he is committed to Duluth, Minnesota Duluth. Now, those numbers should be higher. They should be. Just based, on, just based on the 18 nothing yeah, St. Michael score, yeah, they should be higher. And but again, Javon didn't, had like one assist in that game. Yeah, and, and John Stout is on first power play. Too. Yes. So uh, that he's getting is, the minutes. He's getting the minutes. Johnny Conlin forward for Moundsview, 28 goals, 23 assists. He's uncommitted, but he is the team at Moundsview right now with Sam Schulte. Up front, yeah. yeah him, him and Mitchell Olson are good players. Glad you read that name. Yep. Uh, Cam Kaiser for Northfield, 32 goals, 16 assists. He is all That's around. Show. Yeah. 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 He's something else. He's something yeah. else. And he had the two goals in Friday Night Ice. Great goals. Gets around Friday. the net. He can score. He makes them. Uh, he makes that top line buzz yeah. with Caden uh, Munson. That's a good team. It is. It is. He will play college athletics somewhere. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> guaranteed. Landon Stringfellow, defenseman for Andover, four goals, three assists. That's not his strong point, but he is committed to Linden, Linderwood. Lindenwood. Uh, okay, that's a Gosh. spelling mistake on Wrong. this um, person's behalf. I will get that corrected when we. My mention- favorite is how you spell Millen Road. I spelled that wrong, probably. Did I? Yeah, I did. It, it got auto corrected on me. Yeah. Okay. Um, but good. Still a good year for Landon. Uh, Louis Wayman for Providence Academy, forty-four goals, fifteen assists, is uncommitted. One of the best power forwards in the state. Yeah. He's special. We'll talk about him probably in a little bit. Yeah, he makes the list for he sure. Makes the conversation. Yeah. Um, Lucas Bush for Maple Grove. 20, Love his game. 20 goals, 23 assists. Committed to UMass Lowell, which is a – I don't know when the last high school commitment <laughs> during season – What's the kid's name from Lakeville South who played plays goalie there? Do you know? For where? For Lowell. UMass Lowell. Oh, is it... Uh, is it Henry? Henry Welsh. Welsh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. He's a UMass Lowell kid. Yep. Uh, where was I? Luke Gary, twin of Gavin Gary. Forward as well for Minnetonka. 15 goals, 23 assists, and with his brother going to UST. Both games I've seen in Minnetonka this year, they don't play together. Which no, just, they just don't. Which strikes me as odd. It... Sorry. It works. It it works. Clearly, it works. Yeah, they're undefeated. <laughs> yeah, they, they won the week this week. <laughs> they did. They did. Luke Miller for Wyzetta, seventeen goals, fifteen assists. He's uncommitted. A player. That kid's a player. Uh, Michael Ristow, ten goals, fourteen assists, uncommitted for Edina. But again, weird goal scoring team. He's worth twenty. He's, yeah, he's a goal yeah. scorer. And yeah. He's only got ten. Had him just, on the second line, right? He's yes, he is still on the second line. Anderson Cowan and West. Yeah. Yep. So, and he builds that. There. He builds the second line. He's the kid. He could pull a Cowan this year. He really could in the state tournament. Yes, he if they go to Cowan, state, he could do lighten it. it up. Yep. Noah Ernest for Rozo forward going to St. Cloud State. He's got thirty-nine goals, thirty-seven <laughs> assists. He's That's absurd. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He had yeah. four against a, you know. A team a, in the a, northeast a, <laughs> part of the a state. Traditional power. A lot of people scored in that game. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of points happened. Yeah, Gavin Jensen could have scored in that yes, game. Yes, he could have <laughs> with a leg brace on. <laughs> um, Nolan Road for White Bear Lake. He's got 21 goals, 19 assists on the midterm central scouting at 142. Committed he, to St. Cloud. He could be here any minute. Any minute. Um, Owen Bezgins, defenseman for. Uh, Chan Hassan, 20, uh, 29 assists, 5 goals, committed to UST. Reese Wallen for Wyzetta's got 15 goals, 18 assists, ah, uncommitted. That's a ways away, though, for a Wyzetta The 15 team. goals. Uh, yeah, you got to be like at 18. Luke Miller's 17 and 15 assists is the closest, I think, that we no, got. Oh, Matson. There was a better one. Oh, was, is there Matson? What's Matson at? Matson's the one who has the chance. Okay. You gotta get to twenty goals. Speaking of goals, Speaking of goals, Ryan Lund for War Roads got sixteen and eighteen assists. He is uncommitted. The big guy yep. up there, Sam Sheets, a forward for Minnetonka, thirteen goals, twenty-two assists. Currently uncommitted. Uncommitted, yeah. Currently, um, Will Estherbooks for Hermantown, defenseman, eleven goals, twenty assists. 
leads his team in scoring. Like that's a really tough schedule too. Yep, that is. He's having a thirty fair, points against that schedule is good. Good. He's year. the heart and soul of that team. He truly is. It, it, the team flows through Will Astrobrooks, and that is. It's just. It's how they play. Um, Wyatt Farrell for Lacrescent Hoka, all Minnesota. Uh, all Minnesota. <laughs> Forty-eight goals, thirty-eight assists, uncommitted currently. Four goals away from the state record. And then Eastview's Zach Wooten to round it out. 15 goals, 27 assists, committed to Maine. That's, that's it? That's who I have as like a watch list and who I've really, I've whittled this down. Yeah, Alex to Zach. There. Alex to Zach. But Wooten is a W, so he could have been the end anyways. Yeah, he was screwed. <laughs> no matter what, he was deep. Um, this is the deepest list I've ever created for Mr. Hockey uh, by far. By a mile. And it's really difficult right now to kind of lock down some kids. And John Stout pointed this out to us. I'm not sure it was on the show, but he's like, how deep the forward list is. So it, It's know, so good. Think about it. We were really close to getting Teddy Townsend and Dallas View on this list as well. Oh, completely. Yeah, I'm not going to go through all the list of the kids left, but those are two were very close to being returners, yes. and that would have made yes. two more forwards for yes. for John. But And it's not a deep class for, for defense. No, it is not. Okay, Tony, how do you want to take it from here? Uh, let's just start rolling through who we would think will be in Locks. consideration. Okay. okay, you want consideration, uh, kids? I got Okay, uh, I can go down the list of who we want to make. Uh, this is who makes our next level of discussion. Let's go down to f- – I, I wrote down 15. Okay, so Barrett Dexheimer for Edina. Is he on my list? He, he should be on your he list. He is. Uh, Brock Schultz for East Grand Forks. Carson Pilgrim for... Slow down, slow down. Yes. Carson Pilgrim for War Road. Yes. Gavin Camp for Chan. Yes. Egan Burroughs for Tonka. Correct. Harper Searles for Centennial. Yes. Uh, Jackson Nevers for Edina. He's on there. Javon Moore, Tonka. Yep. John Easy. Stout, Tonka. Yep. Johnny Conlin for Moundsview. Yes. Louis Wayman for Providence. Wayman, yes. Noah Ernest for Rozo. Ernest, yes, first. Nolan Road, not spelled like the road, for White Bear. Yes. Owen Bezgins for Chan. I don't have him on our top 15. Okay. okay. Um, and then uh, Ryan Lund. Yep, I got him. Wyatt Farrell. Got him. You got missing one more, Brock Schultz. No, I said Brock. You, you did. didn't check it. And no Dwinell. No. Man. There's a lot of names that were that we just eliminated that any other year would be a Mr. Hockey candidate. I think of the of the 37 kids that I named, all would have a chance any other year. The only thing holding back Andrew Dunell, sure, is Johnny Hirschfeld. Cuz yeah. I think deep down everybody knows he's their best player and most effective player. And Gillespie is also good. Very too. good, but I think Dunell the two together are just so fun to watch, and that's why it's going to be so fun to watch. Assuming they make it, okay, uh, they'll be a you, great you've, Friday you've, team. You shouted out Dwinell a lot. I, did I say his name enough? You did, and you're uh, missing a lot of kids that are having just as good of a season. Okay. Did anyone else have nine game-winning goals? I could go down the list and probably no, find them. There's no other player in the state who has nine game-winning goals this year. He's the state's leader. Okay. Okay. Did okay. Anyone so, else have the nickname so Captain let's, Clutch? 
I don't think so. I'm let's looking look on at here. our 15 here. No, nope, I don't see any. No one else has a nickname Captain Clutch on here. Okay, let's look at the 15 that we have. Is there any? There's only two teams. They're ranked two in the state. I know you haven't picked them ever in your picks. Uh, ever. My bad. I'm calling you out on this now. I didn't know that. Just because you hate Cathedral doesn't mean that the rest of the state hates Cathedral. Moving on. Not just because you don't like Andrew Nunnell doesn't mean we can't like Andrew Nunnell. Just back here and drink my tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I promised at least 10 minutes of okay. Andrew Nunnell today. Okay. We're only on like four. Okay. So, moving on on the list that we have, <laughs> Tony, how do you want to go through this? I'd like to talk about Andrew Nell for six more minutes, please. I've got that on my agenda right here. All right, keep going. Okay, how do you want to break down these 15? I want to pick the... Locks first? Locks. My locks. Yeah. Everybody's locks. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, yes, I can be ready. Where would you like to start? Do you want me to... Start Do you want me to... 218... You want to start? I I can I can I can pick the locks. Uh, I can lay them out right now. I think we could do it by by area code, so just, so that I'll yeah, make it I interesting. Just, I would like. I that. did not. Let's do area code. Just let's go to arrange things other than by first name. Yeah, it's the same. You do first name. We'll go area code. Carl, you pick an area code. I'll give you a lock. Let's start with two one eight. Two one eight. Uh, we'll start off uh, in Western uh, Roseau County. Uh, Noah Ernest is a lock. Yeah, the goals alone, the 39 goals, he's going to hit 40. Um, he is on fire this year. He should be a lock for this list. Okay. Next, 218, we'll go Eastern Roseau County, and we'll go Carson Pilgrim. Are they in? They are in Roseau County. I don't think they I'll are. I'll bet my life on it. Carl? Thank you. I will bet my life on it they're in Roseau County. Look that up, Carl. Go ahead. Go right ahead. When you spend a lot of time up there like I do, I know what county I'm in. Yeah, you're sucking families up there. <laughs> it is. All right. Okay. Next. Uh, go 612, Tony. 612? I don't. Is there any 612s? I don't think so. I don't think so. 952? Well, there's a lot in the 952. Start with the 952. There is no 95. There is no none in the 612 representing the greater Minneapolis area. Uh, nine five two. Uh, Jackson Nevers. Edina forward Minnesota. You know the Minnesota commit always loves Mister Hockey. Yeah, they love it absolutely. Uh, Javon Moore is a nine five two. Also a Minnesota commit. Hagen Burrows is a nine five two. Uh, Hagen Burrows is a Denver commit. Um, John Stout. Duluth commit. Um, let's see. Province. Okay, so we should seven, pause no, here, though. We're, we're taking three minute talk at kids, which is rare, but there is They're precedent. Like Full North took was three. undefeated. Oh, oh that I, many. I missed I missed a two one eight. I apologize. Brock Schultz. Okay. And Ryan Lund. Okay. Right, but we're, we're are you saying they're locks, Tony? Oh no, no, I'm sorry. They are not locks. Sorry. Yeah. Back to the locks. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to speed this up. Nolan Road is a lock. 651. Um, uh, and then it looks like that's who I have for locks right now. And so Gavin Eulenkamp's a lock. Gavin Eulenkamp's a lock. That's yep. the one that I missed. Yep. Okay. Uh, let me ascend this data now. Thank you. Okay. So right now we're at 
and we have that's eight. That's eight. Eight. We have eight, and Stout is a lock because I think he's the best D, and I think that Carl might make a case for Barrett Dexheimer. So Pilgrim, Camp, Burroughs, Nevermore, Stout, Ernest, Road. Yep. All are locks. I think There's, so. I don't see any way that those eight aren't on the Mr. Hockey list. If either of those eight miss, that's a miss by the committee. Then our next list here. This is the fight over one. Yep, fight over. Um, so this is Barrett Dexheimer. Yep. Brock Schultz, Harper Searles, Johnny Conlon. Yep. Louis Wayman. Yep. Ryan Lund and Wyatt Farrell. And Wyatt Farrell. Okay, so this is the next a uh, little bit five or so out. Uh, I have one, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven to dis- seven for two spots. Okay. Wayman, Farrell, Searles, Dex, Lund, Conlon, Schultz. Yep. Can we just get the Minnetonka three out of the way? Because I, I think Carl made a good point there. Let's. Carl, do you think three kids can get in from one school? Yes, I think it's very rare that that happens, but what has happened, it's been an undefeated team. Minnetonka is that. And you just look at those three players we've mentioned. It's got Stout, Burroughs, and Moore. You know, you've got two kids who are very high on the central scouting list. Actually, all three are up there. You've got commits to major universities. They're just... Yeah, it's, re- it's pretty clear that they've separated themselves from the I rest. Remember, was it was it 2018? It was uh, Sammy Walker, Kumatsis, and somebody else. No, it was just those two. I thought they had three Dinas that year. No, I can look it up. Was it? Th- there was a year where we had three from one. That was Lakeville North as well. Here, yeah, Lakeville North had that. Tony. Okay, I believe you. Uh, I can go back in my year of that Kumatsis year, and I don't. It was 2018. Yeah, so it was only Sammy and um, Kumatsis. All right. Sorry. Um, and there was nobody else that we discussed at that time. All right. I felt like there was three. Okay. So let's talk about Brock Schultz, Harper Searles, um, Johnny Conlin, Louis Wayman, and Ryan Lund, Wyatt Farrell, Ben Dexheimer. Let's let's go down the list. Who do you want to start with? Uh, well, who, who do you think on this list is the next in? I, Louis Wayman. Okay, if he doesn't get in, a crime has been committed. Louis Wayman's got forty-four goals. His team has eighty-four. I think so. He's more than half. More than half of his team. And here's a kid that was being—I hate to say this publicly—but he was being wooed by a lot of teams to come join them. Okay, and he's like, "No, I'm not going. I'm. I committed to Providence as a ninth grader. I'm staying at Providence." Um, he did not move. He plays on a team that doesn't feature him whatsoever. He plays every third shift. Every third shift. He probably doesn't even play on the power play. He so does. He set the power play out there. So he probably plays 40% of the time. I He had a minimum of three uh, times in last night's game where he just had a breakaway up the center of the ice. And it was like, how did you let Louis Wayman do it? He dictates the game. He's going to be a really good player. He he is so good and so dynamic in so many different ways. I, uh, it's a shame that more people haven't seen him play, but he is awesome, and he will probably be on my ballot. I'm going to say this too. I'm going to take this one step further for Louis Wayman. I mean, if you think like, oh, he plays at a small school. Oh, I'm not sure I'm sure about him. 
think of his hockey stick. So, like, when he was a squirt peewee, he wasn't one of the superstars. He wasn't in this elite class. He's one of these kids that just slowly but surely has gotten better and better and better as each year goes by. And that's what uh, college teams are looking for, and that's what pro teams are looking for. And I'm convinced that he's going to have a great college career. There was, I, I believe, Minnesota and Duluth were there last night. I mean, yeah. so people are watching him, which is an important factor for this award is who's the more watching. watching him, the more votes they get. And that's why I believe that he makes this list because the people who need to watch him are watching him, and he is going to get that love because of that. All right. Carl, do you think that he'll make the list? Less convinced than you two are. Okay. okay. So, I, I think that he, Louis he has got not gotten the hype that someone like a Farrell has. He's not in – yes, there are scouts watching him, but I don't think statewide people or media people are watching much Providence. I mean, I'd be happy to see it, but I'm more of a skeptic. Okay. All right. So, we has two two, two out of three. All right. Uh, next, we'll go. Not speaking of Wyatt Farrell, let's talk about him. Sure. Um, I think him breaking the state record before the. I hate to say this, make it a media game, but if he breaks the state record, that's why I've been literally yeah. following it the last yeah. two weeks. If he breaks that state record, it's going to be hard for the ballot holders to hold off. But he only has one regular season game. And one playoff game before the ballot is due. Yes. Will he have a play? He'll have his one playoff game. No, playoff game. no he won't have that. So no, he won't. Off. He will not have no. his. He's not going to break the record by the time the ballots are. Due. I don't think he's going to put four on Laverne. I don't think so either. Not Laverne's a good team. So anyone voting for him? No, you get two votes. Now I've seen Wyatt play. You get I two think votes. I've cast one of mine. Danny's cast one of his. I I I like Wyatt's game. I think he's a shark out there. I also think Wyatt's line mates do help him more than somebody like Hanowski's line mates. Yeah. Did. Well, no, more than Louis Wayman. Okay. Correct. And I think that Wayman does more by himself than Wyatt does. I thought. I think Wyatt's having an amazing year. Forty-eight goals is nothing to scoff at. And no matter who your competition is, to score that many goals is impressive. It's to a game. So no votes for Farrell. I, I can't put a, a – I, I will not use a vote uh, for okay. Farrell. Next up, I got Harper Searles. I'll just say, though, there, there will be voters. Who will vote for Searles. Who take that big number and vote for him. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Harper Searles. I'm ready to cast my second vote. Yeah. I, I will cast one of mine. There is no player uh, that has changed uh, a team into the to a top team more than Harper Searles. You can this end this discussion right now if you vote for Harper Searles. I I get that, but I... <laughs> I'm just by the ballot. Yeah, and I believe that uh, like Harper should and will be on the list. Too. Are you casting a vote for yeah. him? Okay, so it's the discussion is over. Scouting, which, which we, helps. All we're doing now is these last four players, we're going to find out who Carl voted for. All right. Uh, yeah. Barrett Dexheimer. This would so be, I voted for. That's who you <laughs> voted for. Love it. Okay. Yeah, I think he's had a great season. And you look at the Dyna D, which is pretty young outside of him. I mean, there's there's some real talent there, but they're a little raw. But he has carried the load for that team and made them so much better. So our official list reads like this, and we'll read the last three players too. Our official list is Noah Ernest, Carson Pilgrim, Jackson Nevers, Javon Moore, Hagen Burroughs, Gavin Camp, 
Nolan Road, John Stout, Louis Wayman, Harper Searles, uh, and a vote casted for Barrett Dexheimer as well. Okay. Why would Ryan Lund make this final top list, Danny? So Ryan Lund is about 6'2". He's a huge defenseman. Um, scouts have seen him play in state uh, last year. They are watching um, Carson Pilgrim play this year. They are also seeing him play at the same time. He played on Hockey Day. He, he played, played Friday Night Ice. He's he's so dynamic on the ice. He jumps up when he needs to, and he gets back when he has to. Yep. Um, he is an awesome defenseman, and, and he deserves to be a part of this conversation. Okay. Johnny Conlon, why will he get votes? Scouts love Johnny Conlon. Love him. He is one of the more – he is a lot like Louis Wayman. He is the offense for Moundsview. He is – one, he is the straw that stirs the, the drink for them. If he scores, it will dictate their game, and everybody has seen him play on the scouting side. And so uh, that's where Conlon could slide into this list. These scouts really love him. I think the reason Brock Schultz until this week hasn't gotten as, as much love as he's much deserved. Friday night ice game. Their teams have not – their team has not – hit the expectations. And again, we had really high expectations for Eastside this year. Yeah. They, they were our preseason number one, and they've kind of just settled into number four in the state, and now they're slowly climbing. They could be a state championship team. Yeah. And yeah. Brock Schultz is on the outside of this of the Mr. Hockey Banquet. Yeah. And I think he'd take the state championship trophy over a Mr. Hockey banquet yeah i i 100 think so and and the team just has not been sexy in that way like they haven't had and they had plenty of chances too yes they've had plenty of chances they had cathedral a lead on cathedral yeah. like they've had their chances yeah, for, for a period yeah just didn't, they've they've yeah. had their chances and now maybe they get they're coming and, you know yeah and east grand forks runs three lines and a lot of this Awards has to do with your stats and your team's success. And who sees you play? Yep. And you have to you have to be a draw for people to watch you play. That I cannot state that enough. Scouts need to be watching you because, and that's where Ryan Lund, in this instance, has gotten a lot of scouts and people watching him. A lot of eyeballs. Um. Okay. So that's our ten. Do you want me to read it again? No. We're okay. Good. We're good. With that we got to go Brimsick. Well, no. Who's our Mr. Hockey? Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> this is a really good question. That, I mean, this this isn't the Casey Middlestat year, right? There's literally... Every one of these kids has an argument, I would say. Some more than others, uh, but every kid has an argument. I, Lily, start at the top. Noah Ernest. I mean, let's just give it to a kid. Every kid from Roseau gets a Mr. Hockey. Yeah, he's got 39 Jersey. goals, right? Right? Yeah. I can completely see, like, the media people love Rozo. They love points. This is, you know, they see that, and they will gush over him. Okay. Uh, Carson Pilgrim. Same scenario. Same exact thing. And His uncle won it last year. Yeah. So and, he's got to win it, too. And his uh, and tweet passing away is really a storyline that, you know, has surrounded this team, I could too. see him winning it. Completely. I, I I have not decided who I'm voting for yet. And then I, and then I, you I just go. Let's go. Let's go. Jackson Nevers, Javon Moore. Right. Like yeah. Go first. Oh, gotta give it to him. He's on the go first. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. a, that's one right there. Yeah. Edina player. 
Top yeah. is the top line player. And I think, I mean, you, I don't, I'm not outing you on your ballot, but you've told me several times your number one in your rank voting is Gavin Eulenkamp. The most dynamic player that I've seen all year has always, just every game I've watched, Gavin has just been the player. Now, here's two kids that have really shined in the USHL this season. One of them's right just arrived. Nolan Rhodes had a, had a great fall in Tri-City, and Hagen Burroughs had a great fall in Sioux City. I, I just want to say... Those people got seen by those yes. scouts. Those voters saw those two guys dominate at the USHL level. And uh, let's look at Nolan Rhodes, for example. He scored two huge goals against Hill Murray. Okay, yeah. in their biggest game, he was there, and, that, and the scouts were there. The, yeah, the media was there. Everyone yeah. saw that. So, it's a crazy year. All right, you, I've outed you on your number one. Yes, I don't. <sighs> I don't. I don't know if Gavin. I got a win, week. To, I have a week to decide. I don't think he's going to win either. Yeah. I really don't. I, he's been my favorite player, and that's why uh, this season. Now, I love all these players, but he's been my favorite to watch. Yeah. So that's why he's number one for me. But I, after that, and I might change my mind, too. I, I really – so who am I going to put number one? Okay, who are you going to put number one, and then let's talk about who do we think is going to win. Okay, I'm putting the kid in the room right now, number one. You're putting Nolan? Nolan Road is number one on my list. Okay. Okay. Uh, he, he plays for a really good team uh, and did really well for, uh, for Tri-City. Um, he's got the lineage. Every every family His member. His dad was a Mr. Hockey finalist. He <laughs> probably was. He's pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, I That's the guy I'm voting number one. He's going to get the most votes. And I think that they're actually going to make a run this year, and they're going to bust I hope so. the streak. They're going to bust the streak. Okay. They're going to go to state, and they're going to win a first-round game in the state tournament. Carl, Everything's going to break down. Yeah, all of the above. It's going to the- happen. Check, check, check. Hot take. All right. <laughs> For the guy who's ripped White Bear his entire youth hockey hub career, today it's changed. I'm <laughs> changing. I've, I'm taking my hat off, my ripping White Bear okay. hat. Okay, okay. Um, Carl? It's really tough. Um, I love all the pocket kids, but I think they're going to cannibalize each other. I do too. Um, I think it, I think it's going to come down to Nevers or Pilgrim. I think they've just been typed their entire high school careers. It's you know kind of lifetime achievement here. They've done... So much. It's going to be one of those two. Nevers or Pilgrim. I, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to argue with any of that. Any case. Well, who's your number? Is that who you're arguing that your number one is going to be? Okay. Yeah. Yes. And again, okay. this kind of plays into the YHH Player of the Year award and Mr. Hockey at the same time. We yeah. talked about this before we yeah. turned the show on. Um, I wish they did it like we did it. Like you watch everything play out, right? Let's yeah. let the whole thing play out. It's not that difficult. Granted, you'd have to reconvene sixty voters. That's difficult. It wouldn't be that hard. I don't think it would be. Okay. So the reason I say this is let's just play out a scenario that that Jackson Nevers doesn't even make it to state. Yes. And then all of a sudden he's showing up at the banquet in a suit and tie on. No you know? Jersey. Jersey, whatever. Yeah, whatever. But you get you get the idea. It's like it's yeah. way easier in hindsight to pick a yeah. winner, the right winner. We're we're at a point right now in the season where there is so many. Uh, all ten of these kids are standing out. Yes, and yes. so I. And to Tony's point, though, like not one of them is guaranteed to go to state. Not one of them. No. No. <laughs> I could say no. one of them is not going to go to state. 
Providence is not going to go to state. Correct. That's <laughs> the only, only one. Yeah, that's the only that's one. That's the only one. Now, yeah. okay, who do you think is going to win, Tony? I, I'm going with what Carl just said. Nevers or I Pilgrim? I think ne- Nevers or Pilgrim will probably end up winning it. I, and so I'm going to put my stamp that Javon Moore wins it right now. I don't. Uh, that's it, a good pick. It's controversial. Why is it controversial? Because he might not even be the best player on his team. I think correct. Ashton Schultz correct. is the best player on his team. Yeah, it's controversial. It's controversial. <laughs> you know, is that a hot take or no? He's splitting votes with uh, Hagen Burrows because if you look at correct. the Tonka forwards, so USHL, USHL, yeah. like it's. I'm going to say it's controversial because of that. I truly think that. And are enough voters putting more in front of Burroughs. I just don't uh, yeah, like I said, if you love Tonka and you like to see like it's hard to pick just one, right? It is because they all play different. Yeah. And there's not another kid who's just except Wayman or Ernest who have really blown up the goals and assists category. Yeah, and even though like Searles has had a great year and yeah. has carried the team, eighteen goals, thirty three assists right now is not like eye popping no. you with Ernest numbers. But he doesn't have the team to to pull him Yes. Yeah, kind of like last year where Jason and Carson pulled each other along yes, to correct. big, huge points. So, Okay, that is good Mr. Sesh. Hockey. That was a good sesh. I think we'll have a lot to talk about when the top ten even get released, too. Yes. We'll kind of break that down. Let's hear your goalies. A.J. Riles for Proctor, Dane Callaway for Hermantown, Cam Kaiser for Chanhassen, Kai Weigel for Moorhead, Mason McElroy for Benil. Oh, there's a lot of good ones. Braden Eltier for... Altier. Altier. Uh, for uh, Two Rivers, Joey Bertram for Edina, Nick Hansen for Cathedral, Alexi Houston uh, Houston for Shakopee, Gabe Otis for Eastview. Okay. Um, couple same same thing. Like, there's go back to this award. Like, a lot of this is gonna ha- section finals are gonna be have already been played by the time these votes have been cast. And some of these kids, like Houston, could lead Shockby all the way to the promised land, and he won't even be at the banquet. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. That, yeah. That's why I keep going back to. I'm not saying our way is the better way. We, we just can pick our winners way better because you can watch the entire season play out. It's just how Mr. and Mr. Marty has moved the date back for the voting too. I know he has. He's doing. He's it. doing well, but it's you can you can keep. I'm just pushing for yeah, better. That's okay. all. I just want better. The one thing I want better, the kid and I wants to put on that wild jersey. The right kids put that wild jersey. The on. one thing I have. Pushed Marty on this year is so you only get one vote for the Frank Prismic award. Yes, I agree and, with that. And, and it yes. should be two. Three kids will be nominated. It should be two. It is very hard for I, us. I get one vote out of those 10 goalies that are all having great seasons. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to highlight a couple here. Um, Cam Hendrickson's got a um, 95.2 save percentage, a 100 goals against. He's got six shutouts on the year. Cam has been amazing for them. He has only seen 435 shots. Okay, so that should be noted as well because when you look at Alexi Houston's number, he's got a 93.6, but he's seen 708 shots. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, and they're top seven, six in the state. Yeah. Exactly. Every I'm time really, I look at Shakopee, it's they're getting outshot, 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 often by a ton, but they're winning every time. Yeah, I'm reaching in a grab bag on mine. And then AJ Riles. Maybe is, by next Sunday, I can 
narrow it down. Narrow it down, but today I can't. A.J. Ryles has got a 95.3. Um, he's committed to Lindenwood. Yep. He's the only D1 commit of this class currently. Yeah. Um, let's see. Dane Callaway's got a 93.5. He's seen a lot of rubber as well. He's seen 693 wow, shots. That's a lot for Hermantown. It's a lot for Hermantown. A um, couple other standups. We've said this. They have been, the Cathedral has been undefeated since Nick Hansen has returned. He's got a 92.9. Um, Gabe Otis, as Tony and I saw this week, he's got a 93% save percentage. He's yep. their team in a lot of ways for Eastview. Um, Kai Weigel hasn't had the year, I think, that Moorhead would expect, but Moorhead as a whole has not had the they year. got a young blue line. Yeah, and so Kai yeah. Weigel is, you know, 3.13 goals against a 900 um, or 90.5 uh, save Point, percent. 0.905? Yes, okay. thank you. And then, um, but he's seen 683 shots yeah. this year, so he's seen a lot of rubber. All right. It, for me, this is my picks on who I think the top three goaltenders will be. I think it will be Ryles. Callaway and Hendrickson. That- yeah, I think Callaway and Hendrickson are locks. I think Hendrickson's probably the most hyped and on one of the best teams. And Callaway's kind of a lifetime achievement award. He won a state, a state championship <laughs> and a sophomore. And Riles might be the scouts who have seen Riles play. I think a lot of people will gush over him. I'm not going to. Either Riles or Houston for the third spot for me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean,. With my one vote, I don't even know. If, I, I, it feels like it doesn't even matter, the vote, sometimes. Yeah. I My vote this year, I think, will go to Cam okay. Hendrickson. I'll, I'll take that. It, I'll, I'll take your advice. I might do that as well. Yeah. How about you, Carl? Yeah, I, think, I think Cam will win. I might throw my vote to Riles just to be a good local boy here. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fun kid, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. liked him a lot. Nice exactly. kid. Nice kid. Okay, so that is our Mr. Hockey and Frank Brismick Award. I said it wrong. You're I know that. Okay, it's okay. close. I'm not. I'm not even trying anymore. Um, how about we try with the interview with White Bear Lakes Nolan Road? We're joined today with Senior Nolan Road, the middle road uh, of the, <laughs> the road three road taken. brothers. Uh, well, we'll find out. Uh, how you doing today, Nolan? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Thanks good. for being here. Uh, we got a big day today ahead of us. Um, let's start breaking it down. Uh, learn a little bit about you, a little bit about your team, um, a little bit about your history. Uh, but one of my favorite questions we brought up before we turned the cameras on here was, uh, is there a more White Bear family than the Road family? I mean, your dad was a a star for the Bears, a Mr. Hockey finalist, um, yourself, uh, your brother Layton, your younger brother Nash. I mean, it's uh, from, in the YHH era, I remember watching Layton very early on, 2013 yep. Squirtaculars, and all the way through his youth career. Yourself as well went through all of those things. Your brother Nash was a Wiz Wyatt finalist. Your dad was a, a Mr. Hockey finalist. What's it like to be a bear? And is it all you know? It's yeah. Ever since I can remember, I think it's always been just just being a bear and playing hockey for White Bear Lake and just going around town. Everybody seems to know my my dad, my uncle, my <laughs> Layton. Are you Layton's brother? I'm like, yeah, that's me. And then I guess everybody just knows the name and 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. I feel bad for Nash. How many times yeah, he has to hear it now? Yeah. <laughs> right? I got. I get pretty annoyed sometimes. Like you, Layton's brother. I'm like, yeah, I'm Layton's brother. That's pretty cool though. But that's a good thing though. Yeah. I mean, exactly. from the way the way Layton has played his entire career, now he's having a great, yeah. great year this yeah. year. Uh, it seems like every weekend he's putting up points. Mm-hmm. Uh, he be one of the best players in college hockey by the time he's done and. And I, I'll say so myself. I think you're ahead of where Leighton was and at his pace of his career. So that's that's pretty exciting for you. Yeah, that's been good. Yeah, Nashville. Good. Are you Nolan's brother? Yep. 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 Yeah. So. Oh, for sure, he's gonna get that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's already gotten it plenty. So. Yes. Um, talk about that though. I mean, being a bear, um, there's there's good that comes with it. There's also some bad. We'll get to that in a little bit, but. Uh, Growing up, you know, you had the the, the, the the rink that you guys play in, both rinks as youth you play in. Uh, what's what's one of those moments that you knew that this is a pretty cool place to play versus some of the other places? I think just, like, going to my mite scrimmages at the Hippodrome and, like, on Sunday <laughs> afternoon or something. It was just – it was always great. And then – that's a pretty cool place. Tell oh. us, tell people, we know what the hip is, but it's tell iconic. people what it is. Iconic. It's been around for, I don't even know how many years, but. Is that in your neighborhood? Do you live near it? It's like 10 minutes from my house. Okay, all right. Okay. It's, it's a smaller sheet, but I think every every white bear player grew up playing there and mites and squirts and practicing there. So. so you have a lot of good memories. What's your favorite memory? Was there a coach besides your dad that coached you there? Or, I don't remember or any a, coaches. Or, a, or a teammates that. <laughs> Might not, might not play anymore or something like that. Is yeah, well, I mean, Joe Belisle, I guess. That'd he's, be the guy? He's been my best friend since, I guess, Mike. So uh, oh. just playing with him and maybe my first Mike game, I scored like six goals or something. I'll, I'll remember that for the rest of my life. So, yeah. So is that where you became friends at the hockey rink, you and Joe? Yep. That's, That's super cool. cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Love that. Okay. Well, being a bear, it also comes with history, right? Yeah. Negative history, in fact. Positive that the Bears make it the state. They were at the first ever state tournament, but they have not gotten past the first round. Just, White Bear Lake High School hasn't. Yes, White Bear Lake High White Bear Lake Mariner has. They have. Has. Has. Dolphins are not bears. And dolphins, <laughs> why would is a dolphin even uh, a thing? I, I would assume that you've been at state every single time that they've been at state, you've been alive. Or, or their mouths. Yeah, it's only been a couple times. So, but uh, but you've been at uh, you've you've seen them lose. Yeah, yeah, I saw my brother lose. Uh, yeah, I've seen him lose. What does that? Uh, do you guys talk about it? Does it weigh on the no. team? No, I don't. It's not something that's really brought up. I mean, maybe if somebody like toss a chirp at us, we'll we'll, we'll hear it. But like, no, I I think that's that's not even on our minds. We're just playing hockey. So, do you want to be? Chirps that most. What? Who chirps at most? Who chirps at the most that you play? Uh, Hill? Probably, yeah, Hill, Stillwater. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or even, like, the new Barstool accounts, everybody's chirping us. Right now, so. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll come back. Like, when's the last time you guys won a game? Oh. In the first round, we're like, oh, dang. Never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, do you, uh, like, is it a part of, uh, you are always going to come back. Yeah. Is, is there a small part that's like, I want to be that. I want to be that history. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but at the same time, like, of, co- of course I want to go to state tournament. But yes. coming back was more for, like, just having fun with my buddies playing hockey that I've played with my whole life. So, But, it'd be, yeah, it would be awesome to win that first game in state for sure. Well, how is the team doing now? I mean, we, we see a, a slight slide now. Yesterday you lost to Park Cottage Grove. Tell us a little bit about the team and, and your outlook for the rest of the season. Uh, we've – 
We, I think you guys know Jack Stanius got hurt like yep. four games in. Yep. He's back this week. Okay. So that's, that's a big addition. Ooh, add that to the notes that's file. I love that. Great news for us because yes. that's more. We need firepower right now. We can't he's a score. spark plug, right? Yeah. Just He can move. So Yeah. And he'll be on your line. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, we got him coming back, and then we just had a D, Blake Eckerly. I don't know if you guys know yep. the name. Yep. He just got back yesterday. He okay. didn't play as much, but he was out for six games or so, so. And you guys have some a flu bug too in the middle of the season too, where you lost some guys for. Yeah, we lost a couple guys to the sickness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's quite a. No, yeah. So we're all getting back healthy now, and I think we're gonna we're gonna make a run. So I I think the rest of the state would actually like that too. Yeah. Carl, Carl. Uh, no, and let's let's break down this four double A race a little bit, and it seems pretty wide open. I mean, yep. you know, Hill is good, but they're maybe not are not a great Hill team like we've seen in the past. You, you had a, t- a tie with them. Stillwater right there, split with them. You got Gentry, who's kind of looming here. What do you look for in that that, that race? Uh, I see that it's wide open too. It's just it's just who wants it more, I guess, when it gets down to those games. And and we got the goalie to could to do it. He can steal a game for us. Uh, he's one of the best I've seen. He could probably be up for the Frank Rimsick this year if he could. Yeah, if he yeah. could. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess we're just we just got to want it more, and we're kind of in a slump right now. So just. Uh, getting out of that and You're slumping at players. the right time. Yep. Right. I mean, because the next couple of weeks are huge. Yep. And you got three games now. this week. Yep. That's a great way to go in the sections yep. too. All right. Uh, let's before we get in, into the pickums. Uh, one last question from the the peanut gallery. I have one for sure. What you have a new coaching staff this year, yep. right? What what has been the funnest part about the new coaching staff? Just how involved they are. How how much they want us to do better how much they want us to advance to the next level they've they've really done a great job with like film and and being involved in practice and it maybe hasn't been like that in the years past who's the funniest coach trevor olson by far (laughs) (laughs) you have a great staff oh that's awesome yeah great staff well think about like all those uh, those guys were so good in high school Uh, like they were all were studs and so it's kind of cool to see them all collected in one spot. Right. And share that experience with you guys. Uh, talk about the difference from Tri-City and from White Bear Lake High School. Is it is the, it, I, I know the quality of play, there's a higher level of play because they're older, stronger. Um, but as far as the coaching staff and the culture and all those types of things, are they about the same or what's the differences there? Uh, yeah, I'd say Tri-Cities, it was awesome. Like, the jump from high school to USHL is, like, the hardest thing I've ever done in my high school career, in my career. And just the culture they have there. They've had – Noreen's been there for a while. So – and Jason Kohler, the GM. Can't say enough about those guys and yeah. that coaching staff. They've been there for a while. So, yeah, they've built a great culture. They, they're, like, top five every year. So mm-hmm. – and then to come back here, it's kind of the – like, just have the, like, CA – Leeds Bear, so does Wallen, so does Hambly. So, they just the culture we have at White Bear and what they're trying to build is it's it's going to be good. In so the you're saying time. they're both great. Yeah, they're so you're lucky. Awesome. Yeah, oh, it's been that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Now you now you got to be on our show, like like yeah. pretty much the cherry on top, isn't yep. it? Hopefully yeah. I, have you had a Runza yet? Uh, not really. What's oh, uh, that? Runzas are it's a re- like a fast food restaurant in Nebraska that they have. Okay, it's oh, a no. cabbage stuff. <laughs> oh, Nebraska and segment. meat. Here we go. Here comes our Nebraska segment. You gotta go to Runza. I go to Runza. Never been there. You ever heard of it? 
I've never heard of it. Okay, all right. Well, I, I guarantee I that they're I in cars. I'm like, guarantee. The blank stare, Carl, yeah. was like yeah. one, of, one yeah. for the ages. Okay. Like, I have no I'll idea hang it up. About. This was fun. I'm going to go work li- in the back. Listing Moving off small on. towns in, in Nebraska, Yeah, too. Grand Island. Yeah, here we go. Yes, here we go. I know that one. There we he go. He does know that well, one. Yeah. Here comes Danny. All right, we are going to skip the extra games. We're st- going to jump right into Pickums. You want to stick around for those? Yeah, for sure. Do we have any idea who won last week? I know that uh, I know that Javon Moore got the Eastview game right, and the rest of us picked Rosemount. Yeah. Because I was reminded Javon of that. Swept What's Javon that? He was five for five. Uh, <laughs> okay, big shoes. Can you right, fill those shoes? Those. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do it. All right, game one, Benilde Chanhassen. I think this game's at Chanhassen. It is at Chan. Yeah, all it's right. on Tuesday. I will go. Sure. I just saw Benilde, and I'm kind of high on them. I'm going to go Benilde over Chanhassen. Okay. I don't think I'm going to get a lot of followers on that one. Yeah, Carl? No, I don't think it's a bad choice, Tony. I mean, if they're on a good run. It would throw a nice little wrench into the rankings going into sections here. But I do think Chan won the first meeting 5-2. to two. I think they are the stronger team, so I'm going to play it safe here. All right, you're going Chan. It's a four versus five game. That's pretty I, good. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be 5-2, but I, I think it might be a one-goal, two-goal game this time. All right, so you're going Chan as well. I am going Chan right. as well. You're going to go with a bunch of guys? Yeah, I'm going to go with Chan too. Hockey? Yes. Think, you're going to go with me. I think that I'm first, an expert. first line of Jack Christ, Caden Lee, and Gavin Camp is going to get it done. So. All right. She's dropping names. I like it. I Perfect. like it. All right, next game, Edina. This is a tough one. Edina Wyzetta, and this game would be at Braymar. Braymar. Carl. This is tough, and whoever wins this game, I'm probably going to pick against in two weeks. Assuming they <laughs> Especially do make it after the last year. Yeah. But I think after the first meeting, Wyzetta is going to be hungry for this, and yeah, I don't pick against Wyzetta, so I'm taking All the right. Trojans. Danny, who are you going to take? Edina never cares about this game, I think. It's going to be Wyzetta. That's a good pick. <laughs> I mean, look at last year. It was yeah, running it was 7-0 nothing. Wyzetta won, and then <laughs> came Edina back and beat him in the section final. Like, like that's one scary. <laughs> yeah. That scares I, me. I I truly think Edina does care about this game, but I don't think they care about the result as much. Okay. What do you think? I think the Hornets take it. All right. Jackson Never's going to go off, I think. This guy's been listening to the show. Do you he like playing this. at Braymar? Yeah, actually, I do. What's your... Actually, it's kind of tough with the student section, but... Okay. What's yeah. your favorite rink in the state? <coughs> Probably Aldridge. Oh! That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Did you guys answer. ever get a game there? Uh, yeah. Uh, not this year, but we but usually play... Blaine? Like, you played Blaine, Blaine a couple years ago there. East Ridge last year. Yeah, we usually play once. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's always right. at, like, the end of the year, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think this is Wyzetta's best team since they won state in 2016. I'm going to go Wyzetta in this one. Okay. All right. Uh, Danny, you get to pick first on this doozy. Uh, where is this game? Is it at Sartell? It Gentry is. Gentry and Sartell. <laughs> All right. Uh, Gentry and Sartell at Sartell. Yeah. I think the line is a question uh, what mark. What are they? The Gentry stars. stars. The Gentry stars. stars. They have a lot of stars on their team. They do. Yeah. They do. Uh, who are you going with? I'm going. I think I'm going to go to this game, and I'm picking Gentry. Okay. All right, this is such they a good They got a little segment. commit this on their so team. Good. This is good. All right, a uh, little. Um, who do you got? Sartell. Sartell. 
<laughs> I don't even know any players on their team, but I'm going to go Sartell. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. All right. Uh, Gentry Sartell. Well, Gentry could be the number one seed in your section. Do you realize that? Yeah. No, they'll get three, I bet. You think they'll get three? Yeah. Um, Hill gets the number one. Yeah. You guys, number two. Two. Four. Four. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get Hill in the semis. Yeah. Ooh. Well, from that loss yesterday, I think that kind of solidifies it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, at least you're realistic. Um, I think oosh, I think I'm taking Gentry in this one. Carl? Where where are they separating mm. page stat, Carl? I can look that up for yeah, you let's if you see fill that. some time for me. These are, yeah. we, we call these the box of chocolate teams. You have no idea what you're going to get with these teams. <laughs> really? No idea. Grab bag. <laughs> like, a grab bag. Yeah. What do you got? Could be coconut. 21 or tells 39. Yeah, Say it again. I, I got to go Gentry based on that. 21 39. 21 39. Yeah, That's a big split. What's White Bear? High school. Yeah. Bear. High school. Area. Not, not Mariner. 27. 27. See? Oh, look. Gentry yeah. higher. Yeah. And what's Hill? Like 17. 17. Yeah, that yeah. seems about okay. right. That's, I would say that's based tracking. on everybody's. Two class, right? So yeah. yeah. Okay, so Sartell. And then who did you pick Sartell or did you pick Gentry? Gentry. Gentry. I picked Gentry. All right. Now we're down. You get to go first on this one. You get to pick Holy Family or your good friends at Stillwater. We're Great really friends. jamming you up here today. <laughs> yeah. You're I'm going to go sport. with Holy Family here. <laughs> I know Connor Crowley pretty well. So I, All right. I, I Name like drop. Him. I like that. Name drop. I like it. Um. Boy, these are two tough teams. These are grab bags. These are box of chocolate <laughs> these teams. These are grab bags, You never too. know what you're going to get with these guys. No. You can't depend on them. Ooh, Holy Family had a good result this week. I'll stick with you, too. I'll go with Holy Family. Okay. Carl? No faith in Holy Family at all right now, so give me some ponies. You're going, you're going ponies. The team you picked outside of the top 25. Are they in your top 25 now? Out there. Still water? Uh, 18. 18-ish. Okay. All right. They're all kind of, this whole section is one collection of you never knows, right? Yeah. Uh, even he agrees with that. Uh, Danny, who do you got? Don't play with fire. Okay. Holy family. We Three of us picked that one. All right. Last game. Uh, this one's at the Chuck, right? White Bear Lake goes Do you like the, the Chuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> His one and word answers are good. <laughs> what don't you like about it? It's tiny. Tiny. It's a postage yeah. stamp. Yeah, I saw good. your game last year there. That's a good game. Right? That was a good game. We you guys won, won that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Welch, right? In Welch had a hat trick. Yes. 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 Your future teammate. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool, isn't it? That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. Sick. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, I get to go first on this one. Creighton has stumbled this year. Yeah. And, and ever since Vezzi went out, their goal production has gone it down. never started well, and Vezzi being out did not help. help. That's correct. Uh, I'm still going to go Creighton. I always pick against the guest here, and this is a 50-50 type game. I'll go Creighton on this one. Carl? Yeah, you know, we've been waiting for Creighton to do something big all season, so might as well start now, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're going Creighton? Well, that was, what a good sales job there. All right, Danny? Creighton needs momentum to go into sections. White Bear doesn't. Just I, I just really see you know the Chuck is going to be rowdy, you know they're going to be parking over in, like far into Highland, you know it, it's going to be crazy and 
Yeah, I, I got to go with the Chuck here. All right. The ice is going to be awful. The glass <laughs> is going to be unseeable. Yeah. Like, it, it's going to be freezing in there, even though it's like 50 outside. Yeah, the You're Chuck's going to play a factor. You're going to play a factor in that The one. two Chucks are going to play a factor. Now, this is the most boring answer ever because you are. We start the show off with the most bear bear ever. You can't no. pick against the bears, no, but I you can't. could. You Just, could. No. You could. It's a blue twist. You could be put yourself in the history, the lore. No, I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do that. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so you're going white bear. It, it, which jerseys are you going to wear? Which Gemini ones? Is it going to be the black aways? Yeah, black aways with the white bear. Which one? What's your favorite jersey that you've ever worn for white bear? Uh, hockey day ones last year. Yeah, <laughs> like Those it. were the cool. breezers were amazing. Or the sophomore year, the bears across. That one was cool yeah. too. Yeah, I like that. One. Do you they like do the nice pop? Job. Do you like the pop print? Yeah. Okay. But they had to change it up. So. Okay. Okay. Fair. Is it kind of weird coming here where see where the jersey is actually made? Yeah, it's cool. Like it is kind of cool. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, well, I, I'm i not sure if you heard it or not, but uh, uh, the Mr. Hockey stuff comes out. I've, I'm a balloter. I'm a, you're number one on my ballot this year. I we love watching you play. And uh, I got you down. Good luck the rest of the year. Thank you. Um, thanks to our sponsors, uh, Gemini Athletic, Jack's Cafe, Summit Orthopedic, and the Red Black League. Danny Ryan, Carl up in Duluth, and our main man here, Nolan and Nolan Road. And I can't forget Isaac Belgersdijk from uh, Gemini Athletic for welcoming us here at Gemini and being our sponsor. Thanks. We'll see you guys around the rink. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring